Steven and Tyler, the producer, back as always. The Braves are World Series champs. The college football playoff rankings released. So much to get to, guys. So How are we doing this much. week? I mean, like, so much to talk about in this sports week. I mean, there, do we have enough time we, on our we, podcast <laughs> to even talk about everything that's going on? I mean, I just... Cole, Cole do we ever have enough time? I, no, no, we don't. We I don't. Could, I could talk to you all day, every day, Cole. We could... The three of us, <laughs> honestly, could talk for about three or four hours, but we have to find some way, because Stephen will just come after us if we don't right. keep it somewhat in That's like right. an I do hour it. hour and a half frame i do it for the people we, we, we do, do it for it the people for we do it for people. you guys I, for you i guys. break it down for the people well cole let's go ahead and start off with our champagne whiskey actually i want to go ahead and start off with yours because i think you already mentioned your champagne uh, is there any other way to start a champagne i mean Champagne popping is, is it's the Braves. The Braves are popping champagne. <laughs> quite of literally, they're quite World literally. Series champs. I mean, other than the fact that Trevor Simeon beat the goat, so I mean, I guess Trevor Simeon is he now the goat by transitive property? Is he now? So you're referring to the Saints? The Saints, the, the Saints the win. The Braves yeah. are World Series champs. Those Cole my, had a good weekend. My, I mean, it's, it's Cole been a had great a good weekend. weekend. <laughs> it's been a fantastic weekend for me, especially. But I mean, if I had said anything, the pop of the champagne is the Braves. Braves week, are course. popping some champagne, of course. And then who, who's sipping a little whiskey? Because you know you gotta gotta fit that in there. You know, I think as far as sipping some whiskey, I think my faith in the Cincinnati Bengals have got to be my whiskey this week. And let me just say this: Who is Mike White? Who is it? Is he the <laughs> former quarterback for the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers? He is. Oh my gosh! So, so no, my faith in the Cincinnati Bengals have just been shot. I, I don't, I don't know what. You can talk about a letdown game as far as an emotional letdown, as far as a big win, and then you come back with such a, such a a downsided loss and whatnot. But Mike White's jersey. I don't know if y'all got, if you guys know this or not. I don't know if y'all saw the tweet. It's now in Canton, Ohio. He the has one. the most completions by a first. Like a first game quarterback, a de- a debut game, most completions and second most yards by say, a debut game quarterback <laughs> ever I in the it. history of the NFL. Mike That's White, insane. now the goat, I guess, the goat. takes down Joey Burrow and the Bengals this Joey. Sunday. I mean, is is he now the better quarterback between him and Zach Wilson? Is Mike White now the guy? I mean, like, Whoa. I mean, so after, you're saying there's a quarterback Whoa, controversy down, after one game? I'm just saying he throws 37 completions for over 400 yards and a few scores. I mean, this guy he, he obviously also threw two interceptions. He, he did. He it wasn't did. perfect, but but he, they had a good. I think like the the Jets had a good game plan going in against the Bengals. The Bengals were in a classic letdown spot. He Let's beats see. the darling of the AFC though. Everybody That's was talking. About, oh man, the Bengals. That's oh, true. Wow, the Bengals. Cole, and did now, you know that Mike the Bengals the Bengals are actually thirty first in offensive plays? And in, in other words, their number of offensive plays. So they're they're a boomer bust team. So literally, the, unless they have the big play with Jamar Chase, it's, it's pretty much just nothing. Correct. Okay. 
So, 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 so my, so my disbelief in the Bengals last week was kind of validated. This validated. Week. So it's it validated. validated. It was validated. Well, who's popping champagne for you, Stephen? Popping champagne. Well, we have football fans actually, uh, of course, because starting last Friday, it, we are on a streak now for 27 straight days of football every day. There will be a televised football game starting last Friday of 27 consecutive days. So football because, fans is, everywhere. Is that because of Maction? Maction, Maction, Maction bridges the gap. Maction bridges like the gap. Tuesday, Wednesday games as well? Tuesday, I mean, Wednesday, Friday games. Tuesday, oh Wednesday, gosh. Friday. So just Maction saves everybody. Sign me up, baby. Maction I'm, I'm saves everybody Sign for not up. having. And then, of course, Maction is known for their uh, insane plays of, of how did that happen and, and is how is this nationally televised football? How is this not Pee Wee football? But we're here for it. We, we love it. Of, well, we're as here for fans, any and all football. We love it. Any and all football we're here for. And then my whiskey is going to be trick or treaters in Texas. Uh, so of course I, oh, I put this go. on our Instagram, I, our you, Facebook. You, oh, Stephen was, was waiting for this. Story. I was, he was waiting. For I it. was the number one journalist on this story. I want that here. You know, I was the one breaking news. He, here. he broke the news. I was the one right breaking. You heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> I was the one breaking news here. So for those who didn't see, uh, Texas has a special teams coach uh, by the name of Jeff Banks, who I believe about a year ago or so left his wife for a stripper named Pole Assassin. Who wouldn't? Uh, yeah, pole Assassin. We just <laughs> pole need to, Assassin. That's let's, a, just, let's just go ahead that and That is out a there. stripper a, name right there. That is the most stripper name of all time. If you're looking for a good stripper name, Pole Assassin is it. I mean, that and like Cherry Drop you might be <laughs> the only two names you can like. <laughs> Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Cherry Bomb might be. Maybe. maybe it's maybe. close. Uh, but but stripper named Pole Assassin, and uh, this is important because that stripper named Pole Assassin has a monkey as part of her act. That is, uh, and then uh, she, of course, went on Twitter to explain that the monkey. <laughs> There's just so many levels to this story. The monkey <laughs> is uh, is an emotional support animal. That she that's what she claims. This uh, Capuchin monkey is, I believe, what it's called. A Capuchin, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. anyways, this is important because a trick or treater who went to Jeff Banks' house in Texas over the weekend got bitten by the monkey and it is reported that they had to pry the monkey away from the child so uh texas if if they didn't have enough going on wrong for them they now have a special teams coordinator also assistant head coach uh that is now uh kind of in the news for wrong reasons because his strippers monkey his girlfriend who is a stripper her monkey bit a child. How many more if you can bad monkey stories do we have to have in the news before people just start realizing, hey, you know, it might not be a good idea to have that R. as a pet. R.I.P. Harambe. Um, but yeah, I mean, also, this uh, this Harambe. is even funnier. Just because so many examples, bad examples of... This is even funnier because about a week and a half ago, Dennis Dodd of CBS, you know, the college football reporter, Dennis oh, Dodd, yeah, yeah, right. reports uh, after Washington State fired their head coach, he reports, one name to watch in the Washington State search is Texas assistant head coach... Jeff Banks, former Washington State player who was a key member of Nick Saban's staff. He makes $1 million in Texas. I think he, uh, I think I think he, might, he, might, he might, have, might have killed that opportunity. Yeah, I think That's he not might something have you want to see on the job, job interview. Oh, it says here that you your wife attacked, attacked by a monkey. All, all-time electric like college football story. And then it was funnier, too, that Texas, like literally two days earlier, had posted that for the month of October, they were the most uh, interacted with on social media. Boy, do I have news for you on November 1st that they might have been the most interacted uh, team Sheesh. for the month of November just because of that story that came out on November 1st. Oh, what like all time. That, that, that is all time Twitter moment. All time Twitter moment. Huge Twitter moment there. <laughs> Tyler, who's popping champagne for you? So this this week we got the Mississippi State Bulldogs 
uh, pulling up the upset against Kentucky. Ooh. If you followed my bets, I'm sorry I screwed you over there. Uh, <laughs> I picked I pick Kentucky money line. They couldn't get the job done. They lost 31 to 17 to the Bulldogs and the Pirate Mike Leach. Will Rogers 36 for 39, Ooh, 344 yards and one touchdown. Boy, Will Rogers 86.9 QBR. On the day, Steven doesn't like Will Rogers, though. He doesn't, but you know what? Mississippi State's kind of proven uh, that they can hang with the competition in the West and the East. Uh, Got a good playoff the ranking, too. 17th in the playoff The committee I'm, loves the yeah, Bulldogs. They, Mike Leach, they dropped, what's not to love? Exactly. <laughs> they dropped some games they shouldn't have dropped. But now, uh, that, now, your record for bets is still good this year, though. It is. I mean, even with the loss this, this week, it is. You, still, you still have a pretty good record. Doghouse doesn't. We'll talk about that later. Doghouse <laughs> not looking too good this year. So my uh, transitioning to the NFL, uh, my whiskey for this past weekend the Thursday night game last week, Green Bay versus Arizona. Oh. Arizona could not get the job done. So nope. my whiskey for the I think week. AJ Green especially is probably say, sipping oh. some whiskey. AJ Green. Was he, he was, the question is, was he run blocking? Oh, he was hundred percent. Was he hundred percent run blocking? He didn't know he the play. Not, he did not know the play. Couldn't have. Could There's not. no way. There's no way. How, how do you that do game, that? Was that? That was in Arizona. Too, it was in Arizona. It? Yeah. It was in Arizona. Yeah. So it's not like crowd noise was a no. super factor. No, no factor. I know. He just but definitely just thought it was a run play. We'll touch on it later, but Arizona had a perfect opportunity to cement their number one status in the NFL and remain undefeated, but they couldn't get the job done. Kyler Murray, 274 yards and two interceptions. Cole Hughes mentioned the uh, A.J. Green drop that kind of changed the game completely because uh, that was their chance to go up. So Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For the uh, yeah, no, that's a chance that to stay undefeated huge, for Arizona, and they, huge they can't, play. can't grasp on it. And and maybe a little sipping whiskey this week for Green Bay fans is Aaron Rodgers announces – well, not actually him. He doesn't announce. It's announced <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers has COVID and will actually miss the Chiefs game. So that's big news for Green Bay. They're without their starting captain, their quarterback this week, for the Chiefs captain. game. So They're John Wick. Big big news for that. And then big news for the college ball playoff rankings. They released last night. The committee has Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon as their top four teams. Ohio State and Cincinnati are on the outside looking in. So, Stephen, I have to ask you, did the committee get the, the rankings, this initial? I mean, this is the first one. So, I mean, you know, obviously there's going to be several afterwards to follow. But did they get it correct? Was there anybody snubbed, I guess, is what I well, want to ask as far as this I mean, goes. it's pretty obvious that Cincinnati was snubbed. So my, my issue oh, isn't... <clears throat> here, here we go. Well, my issue isn't that Cincinnati <laughs> it was six, like I, I, like, or that they're not in it. It's just they, they don't have a chance to get back in it. Because one of the, the main things that you see the difference in the AP poll and the uh, college football playoff, if I could find my phone, there it is. I have a picture, actually. It's There is like six teams left out, or five teams, actually. Uh, that are non-Power 5. So it's clearly a Power 5 ranking with Cincinnati being the lone non-Power 5. But in the AP poll, you have UTSA, Houston, Coastal Carolina, SMU, and Louisiana all ranked. None of those ranked in the college football playoff. Uh, so it, it's clear that they just... They like all, Cincinnati does now, not I have a chance. I ask you this, though. Did, is Cincinnati the only group of five team that does not have a, a loss? Uh, U, uh, UTSA doesn't have a loss. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. They're, they're they're the lone undefeated conference USA team. That's right. And uh, then they have Wake Forest number nine, also undefeated. They have Oklahoma number eight, also undefeated. So they they clearly clearly are stating here that a loss doesn't matter. It matters on your wins, your quality wins. Exactly. So they are clearly I was just about stating to say that. that. This is yeah. But they like my real issue is that they didn't like. I would have been okay if they put Cincinnati at four 
and just say like, hey, if Ohio State wins a Big Ten, like Cincinnati bumps down, right? Or or you know whatever else happens. The fact that they put them at six and they don't rank SMU or Houston, who Cincinnati is likely to play, or they do play SMU, they're likely to play Houston in the AAC championship game. That gives them zero possibility of getting in. Like it would have to be Michigan State would have to lose twice. Ohio State would have to get beat again. I don't Oregon think would have to, to necessarily lose. lose twice. I think I think it depends on who is the team that beats Michigan State. That's is fair, it? but it would have to be a nightmare scenario for the Big Ten. An absolute nightmare I think, scenario. I think that's a, a scenario that could possibly play out. I, I don't we see, talked about it, Stephen. I don't that, see that Michigan, but I don't see really Michigan beating Ohio sure. State. I don't see anybody beating Ohio State the rest of the way. And then, uh, so they're going to get in. Well, and, and if that's if that's the case, then Ohio State deservedly deserves to get in because that would means they would have wins over Michigan, Michigan State, and then you possibly beat another right. Uh, but so Michigan, Michigan again, State's out, the, but the then Oregon, Oregon's not going to lose again. And they're not going to put Ohio State in. Okay. If Oregon does not lose again, they're not going to put Ohio State in and not, not put, put Oregon, Oregon in. Oh, no, if everything goes to and if Alabama, if Alabama beats Georgia, this would be the scenario that Cincinnati would hate. Alabama would have to beat Georgia, which would put both of them in. Ohio State would beat Michigan State, put and Ohio State would win the Big Ten, put them in. Oregon would not lose. Then no, there's no, your top if, four. If, if everything but goes then, to chalk. But then what do you do for Oklahoma if they go undefeated the rest of the way? Uh, again, and Wake Forest. Now, again, this is the thing. Now, you knew that eventually you'd have a year like this. The, the playoff committee has been very lucky. They haven't had a year where they've had to really distinguish that much because everything's kind of played out to chalk. Every, there's just been four teams that have just yeah. been significantly better than everybody else. This is a lone year where... This is very chaotic. This is a very murky playoff field, and you're having to kind of search and find that criteria that the committee values over one or the other. I think you're right. They have established the, cr- the criteria is, hey, we want quality wins. It's not just about that zero in the loss column. It's more so about who have you beaten, who have you put out yeah. there and played against. And right now, they just think, especially, and, and you got to look at the games as a totality here. The last two weeks, Cincinnati against two one-win teams I mean, Stephen, it was a one possession game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, both, I mean, both they, games. I mean, they, they say they say style points don't matter. Style points a hundred percent matter for the I, college football. Wake playoff. Forest gave up fifty six points to Army. I mean, it was a seventy to fifty six. Oh, but Wake Forest scored seventy. What does I, it matter? I, I a W is a W. If you're uh, like, if you're going to say a non power or a power five team, so let's go Wake Forest and Oklahoma, both undefeated. You're going to say they're not they're not going to go in over Ohio State or uh, Michigan State with one loss. Let's say uh, either one of those happens. Those are undefeated Power 5 conferences. Oklahoma. We're not talking about an AAC. Yes. We're not talking about Conference USA. We're talking about the ACC, and we're talking about the Big 12. Now, they now, are an 8-9, well, Cole. Now, now wait. Now, wait. Eight now, and now, nine. Now, 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 I can understand. Now, look, Oklahoma has enough schedule in front of them. They have the next three weeks. They have Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Baylor. And Baylor and Oklahoma State are both ranked. They will have a chance to prove themselves to move up in the rankings if they keep winning their games. But Wake Forest, come on, Steven. You, you say it's the ACC. Look at that conference, Steve. Can you honestly tell me that you value any wins that Wake Forest has at this point? They haven't even played the meat of their it's schedule yet. It's still the ACC, Cole. Oh, but, the, but you can't give that. Okay, it's okay, a Power okay. 5 conference. Oh, it's, it's becoming. Now, no. look. Now, look. Now, look. It is 100% becoming all the conspiracy theories. It's 100% becoming who can make us the most revenue, which is going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. I'm not saying the Big Ten and the SEC aren't the best conferences. They clearly are. But then you're going to. You're literally going to bl- block out the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC and just be like, all right, it's going to be the Big 10 and the SEC. Which they have Pac-12 in right now, but I'm not sure. If Steven. Michigan State if Michigan State loses close to Ohio State, Ohio State goes the rest of the way. Michigan State's only lost to Ohio State. Michigan State might go in over Oregon. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm going to ask you this, Stephen. Up to this point, has Oklahoma done anything post-Spencer Rattler? Because obviously, you know, 
I, I get it. They're, they're a new team with Caleb Williams. Have they done anything this year so far? Look at their games. Have no, they done anything that shows I'm they not, are one of the four best teams? I'm not saying. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Answer that question. <laughs> have they shown. Well, that's not my argument. No, no. But, but, but you're, you're, changing, you're changing what the trajectory and the, and the argument is for the playoff. The playoff is supposed to get the four best teams, Stephen. It doesn't I, matter. I if agree. You're, if, if but you're what is their criteria? Is it eyeball test? If we're going a, a eyeball lot, test, I'm fine with that. Yes, a lot of it is. I, but they, but they hide me. behind that. It's not eyeball test. They're but giving they're me this criteria, and it's not. They're, no, they're not hiding behind anything. They are, they are telling you this is what we value. We value the eyeball test. Who has been in, mo- in, the, in the most control of the game? Don't you, think, don't you think eyeball test, though, is subjective from person to person? Don't you think you could you could find somebody in the Big Ten that says, hey, with my eyeballs, I've watched Ohio State the most. They should be number one overall. Or somebody in the SEC that can go, hey, I've watched my eyeballs. I've seen a lot of Alabama, uh, t- Alabama Tyler, games. Tyler, be the voice of reason here. I mean, I mean am, am I wrong <laughs> here by, by not, saying, I mean, come okay, on. Okay, you're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong for Oklahoma saying that they are not one of the four best teams. Not arguing that. I am arguing, is eyeball test not subjective? Is that not extremely subjective? It is subjective, but not when you combine eyeball test with your quality of wins and where you currently lie in the football season. You, you can't go back and say, oh, well, you know, this game two, four, five weeks ago. We're talking about right now. Right now, who the four best teams are. If you, if you, had, to, if you had to die on the hill <laughs> of who the four best teams are, I, there's no way you can make a case for. We're gonna, you're going to tell there's me there's no way. You're going to tell me right now. If we're talking about right now, then you're going to tell me that Ohio State's not better than Oregon. See, but we, we the, go back. We go back week two. Get that we op- go back week two, and Oregon won. But right now, Ohio State's better. I, and the eyeball I test. I, and again, they're going to get their chance to correct this. And I think that it will all shake itself. I think this is all a bunch of nut. You know, as far as the arguments go about this, that, and the other, I think it'll all shake out. I don't think Oklahoma, I, also, I don't think Oklahoma's going to run the table. I don't think Wake Forest or Oklahoma's going to run the table. Who's Oklahoma no. lose to? They have they're they on have the road Oklahoma at Baylor. State they're and on Baylor. the road at Baylor and Oklahoma State. I think they win both of those. They're better. They're, they're better than Baylor they, they and Oklahoma State. They might have to play one of those teams twice too. But Steven. they're That's better the than them. That's what I'm saying. They are as a team now. Alabama any given Saturday. When of we course. said well, we said Oklahoma was, was better say, than Kansas too, right? And they won. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, if if you have a half like that against Baylor at Baylor, uh, but, it's the same. But, I mean, it's any, it's any given Saturday. Steven, right? Do you know what? Just the, lost my phone. As you drop your phone. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the strength of schedule for Oklahoma? What is it like? 119. Eight, oh, I was gonna say it's 80 something. Well, what is Cincinnati's? Cincinnati's is. 90th, exactly. It's awful. But so, like, Cincinnati goes undefeated. Oklahoma goes undefeated. You don't think the playoff committee will put Oklahoma in over Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh no, no, 100. percent Yes. No, I I agree with that. What is that? If if Cincinnati's strength of schedule is better than Oklahoma's, which Tyler just pointed out, it's and they're gonna put in Oklahoma. This is the thing, thing, Stephen. How many at the end of the year? How many teams that Oklahoma has beaten? helps their strength of record with as far as their ranking goes. If Baylor and Oklahoma State are wins for Oklahoma, and they're ranked. Cincinnati's gonna have, you, you just said it. Cincinnati has no more ranked teams well, that's, except for well, Notre that's Dame. That's what I'm saying. In the that's AP it. poll, they'll have, if we're they'll going, have Notre Dame. But if we're going uh, AP poll, they have two ranked opponents. But if we're going college football, because they don't, it, it is, look, 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 look <laughs> I am not, the argument for me is not that the four best teams are not in. I'm fine with the four best teams we're eyeballing it, right? right. It is a complete an utter slap in the face to non-Power 5 teams. You are giving them, who a non-Power 5 team said, okay, you want us to schedule 
Power Five opponents in our uh, other non-conference schedule. We'll do that. We'll schedule two. Indiana, of course, had a bad year, but last year they had an all all-time year, right? So they go in thinking that's going to be a win, and they have Notre Dame on the schedule. They do what you ask, yeah. and then you completely right. slap them in the face and say, "Oh, sorry, still doesn't matter to me." And you know those two other teams that you would have that would boost your record that could possibly get you in. Yeah, we're going to leave them not ranked, so we don't have to worry about this later in the season. They completely set themselves up to say we're not going to have to worry about this anymore. Cincinnati's just not in. I I would agree with you on the on the statement, but I will say this: the committee is giving Cincinnati the opportunity, though. For if more, because I mean, like you said, Ohio State, Michigan State, one of those teams is going to have to lose again. So Cincinnati is going to be able to move up another spot, and there is a chance that Georgia yeah, beats if, Alabama if and Michigan removes State, that out of the but way. But if Michigan State loses a close game to Ohio State and the Michigan State wins the rest of their games, you don't think Michigan State will be five and, and Cincinnati will still be six? The well, way they're setting it up, if Michigan State now I'm saying a close game to Ohio State, they can't get blown out. They lose a close game to Ohio State. They win out the rest of the day. Obviously, they still can't win the Big Ten West. So they yes. can't go to the Big Ten Championship, but they still win out the rest of the way. You don't think they say, hmm, we have Michigan State at three. They lost a very close one to the number five ranked team, which we've already established losses don't matter. It's about quality wins. Michigan yeah. State has a win yeah. at Michigan, or they have a win uh, at home against Michigan. You're not going to say, and they have a win against Penn State. No. You still you think Cincinnati no, jumps I, Michigan I, State? I be, and, and this is the reason. And this is the reason why I don't value a win over Penn State anymore. Okay, but I, they have a win at Michigan, number seven. That's fine. Against That's Michigan. fine. I, no, no. If if Michigan State were to lose a close game to Ohio State, no, I I still don't think they get in the playoff. No, no, no. no I'm not saying Michigan State in the playoff. I'm just saying you over you don't Cincinnati? think I think they'd still be over Cincinnati. I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying. I, I think it'd be a close. the way the precedents they've set is that losses don't matter. Close losses don't matter. Yeah, and quality wins matter. Yeah, I think. But that's the case what I'm, so. Cincinnati yeah. has zero chance. Is what I'm saying. It would have to no, be an I don't absolute, think they have, no, 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 absolute nightmare situation. Georgia would have to beat Alabama, so you have to eliminate Alabama there. It is not. And they a, have to get two losses. It's for not everybody. a nightmare situation, though. If you think about it. Yeah, Georgia has to beat Alabama. Of course, Georgia has to beat Alabama. That is implying that Alabama doesn't go and go through beating. An Auburn team that's now ranked twelfth at Auburn. I'm just saying that would, but I'm saying it would be a nightmare scenario scenario for the five teams in front of Cincinnati. They would have to have nightmare scenarios for Cincinnati to get in. I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say like you know nightmarish, but it's just they would have to lose a multiple of teams games. Just have to lose, yeah, multiple I mean, games. But the five best. I mean, teams? Ohio State doesn't have to lose multiple games. They have to lose one more. Oh, okay, but I mean, I'm, I'm saying like Alabama will have to lose one, Ohio State will have to lose one, Michigan State no, will have to if, lose if one, you're Oregon Cincinnati will have to right lose now, one. You're, you have to have four, at least four losses for this, those if teams. If you're right Cincinnati, there. you're a huge Michigan State fan because you want Michigan State to go ahead and take care of Ohio State. That knocks them out. Yeah, and you are a huge Georgia fan yep. because if Georgia beats Alabama, everything takes care of the chalk. Yeah. It's over. And, and then at that point, if you have but Alabama, you, have, and, you still have Oklahoma and Wake Forest who might go undefeated. No, but well, you don't but, think they jump Cincinnati? Oklahoma can. Get, if you have Alabama and you have Ohio State taken care of, and then, of course, you know you have the Oregon situation to deal with, if Oregon does somehow run the table. Michigan you, you Michigan, could, Michigan beats Ohio State. Okay, let, let's just... Let, I've got a lot of for, scenarios for time purposes, because we're running out of time on this topic. <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just do it this way. Let's just say there's one spot left in the top four, and you can take Oklahoma, Cincinnati, or Wake Forest. Who are you taking? I mean, the, uh, who am I taking, or who's the committee taking? What... what? That matters. And, 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 it's subjective. I, That's what I'm saying. That's the eyeball test. It's subjective. No. The committee's taking Oklahoma. I'm taking Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a better defense. And they have Desmond Ridley, who's more proven than Caleb Williams. Oh, I'm taking Cincinnati. I, they beat I, Notre Dame. Who's Oklahoma beat? 
Well, I mean, I mean depending on how the, the rest of the schedule Notre Dame, shows Notre out, Dame is I mean, better than Baylor and Oklahoma State. Notre Dame's better. And they beat them at Notre okay. Dame. Okay. I I would agree with you, Stephen. But I, I'm talking about the totality of all the wins. I So everybody's argument, we'll, we'll move on after this. Everybody's argument is that Cincinnati a, or a non-Power 5 school like Cincinnati could not handle the grind, the week-to-week grind they of could. playing in a Power 5 and I don't think they schedule. Could. And I'm not saying this. We won't ever find out because they're until next, or what is that, 2023 that they moved to a, the Big 12? Yes. 2023? Yes. We won't find out until then. But, like, they did what you asked is what I'm saying. They did what the playoff committee okay, you know was what? saying. And they just, still slapped him. Just, face. just, just for your for your pride, I'm gonna go ahead and say I agree with you. Cincinnati, <laughs> forget Oklahoma. I I'm, I'm, I'm rolling back with Cincinnati. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. Bearcats by ninety. There we go. There we go. We can move on now. We can move. Cole agree with me, and so we can move on. That's all I wanted. <laughs> well, Bama and UAB <laughs> were off this week, so not much to cover there. They they won their bye week. I'm I'm assuming, right? UAB uh, did win the bye week. right? They did. They, they did. They, they no did. injuries. They, that means no, you no, won. No injuries. They're, they're that good, means you right? beat the bye week. Right? Good. So, so UAB moves on. They'll, they'll play Law Tech this week at home. Alabama will host LSU. We'll talk about those games here in just a, here in a short bit. But we'll kind of review about Auburn, the one team in the state that did play. They beat Ole Miss. And boy, that was a, another weird game. Auburn finds a way to win this game where they scored 28 points in the first half. And and you you, you put in the rundown, you said, was is Bo Nix improving? I, I don't really know. Because he, he, so, Ole Miss's defense was just so bad in that first half. They did everything they possibly could. The penalties, I mean, just the mental breakdowns and errors they made. Auburn was able to run the ball at ease, it seemed like. they just It, it just looked so easy for them in that first half to score. So I think that Bo Nix, or Brian Harson maybe, is just putting in the scheme of Bo, stuff Bo Nix is comfortable with. And I think that Auburn's offense, or maybe it's just their offense coordinator. Who's their offense coordinator? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh, wow. It, you I want to say, I wanna say I, Rhett I, Lashley, I but I know that's you. not right. No, uh, I could have told you if you hadn't asked me. Sorry. Wow. You're usually you good at that. You put me on the spot. You're usually no, good at you that. put me on the spot, and, 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 and I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the cold shoulder. But anyways, anyways uh, Auburn is finally doing things that Bo Nix is comfortable with, and they're finally putting him in situations where he doesn't have to do things that he's not comfortable with. And I think that's what one reason why it's making him look like he's excelling so much. Mike I think Bobo. He, Mike Boba knew that. I did know I that. I knew that, too. I don't uh, know why I couldn't And then Auburn's that. run game, of course. When they get their run game going, it's very hard to stop them. Oh, it's when, very... you get, when Tank Bigsby's averaging over four and a half yards a carry, it's really easy for exactly. Bo Nix. It exactly. makes life easy and for Ole Miss him, defense so. isn't anything good, but Ole Miss is also looking – I mean, they were looking good. The only loss was Alabama before this game. And we, we said going into this slate that uh, Auburn had, they had Arkansas, Ole Miss, and then Texas A&M. I projected them to win one. I think you said maybe one. They might lose all three, and this would be a nightmare scenario now, now for Brian Harson. Two of the three. Now they've taken two of the three, and they've got Texas A and M next week. Got a good weekend. chance to win three of the three. I mean, I I like Auburn in that game. I don't like Zach Calzada's had one good game, and granted, it was a, an amazing game against a great Alabama team. But he's not been trustworthy other than that. No, he's been very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. And Texas A&M's so. got a good defense, but Auburn has a really good defense, you know? They do. So They have a bend, but don't break. Defense. Yeah. So Auburn, and it doesn't break often. Auburn, does I, I also put this in the rundown, Cole, and I, I want your opinion. Can Brian Harson win Coach of the Year for the SEC? Absolutely. 100%. I, I, it, we, you, you got on the Sam Pittman train early. You were you were a big Sam Pittman guy. I was on the hype train. Well, you were it's, on the it's hype train for him for Coach of the Year. But no, no, Brian Harson definitely in his first year, I think – there is no guy in the SEC more deserving of what he has done going on the road at Penn State, keeping it close, the wins he's gotten these last few weeks. Brian Harson is definitely your SEC Coach of the Year. Regardless of what happens in the Iron Bowl, and I think in this game Saturday, if he 
wins the next few games or whatever, I think he's your coach. I think year. I think you can argue him or Mike Stoops. Just just putting oh, Kentucky yeah, yeah, ranked, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting yeah. that Kentucky program so ranked, too. and now granted, Brian Harson who finishes again, with the better record, Auburn or Kentucky? I think that. Oh, determines I think Auburn. I think Auburn. Kentucky's kind of falling a little bit. I right think they're here. they're kind of unraveling here at the end. So I think Auburn will ultimately have the better record, and I think that'll send Brian Mike? Harson with it, <laughs> especially with it being his first year. This yeah. is you know you know uh, Mike Stoops obviously has been yeah been in Kentucky for a few years. Yeah, now. but it, it, what he's been able to do with that Kentucky program, well, building it, course, you know? Of course, no, no. But Has I, he seen one coach of the year before in the SEC? Mm, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so either. So. I, I think you so. almost give it no. to him just as a reward for his service. <laughs> like a, Maybe so. Like a year over for, year For kind of, reward, for kind of putting up with a school that's known as more for basketball yeah. than his football, yeah. I think Brian I think Harson's, so I, I agree though. I think Brian Harson, the way he's been able to coach up Auburn and be, been able to move that offense to actually look like it, knows what it's doing at all has been that's kind of an amazing turnaround tyler this had to have hurt bo nix i mean not bo nix's i'm sorry matt corral's heisman odds well he got hurt no no, no he did but he came back in the game but no, i'm, I'm know, saying but these I'm last saying... couple weeks that had to have hurt his heisman odds right i yeah, mean yeah. he's i think so he's I out mean, of the top two at this point yeah, i mean i believe i believe the last update time of, i saw i think it was like uh Plus four hundred, Bryce Young obviously leading at plus one seventy. CJ Stroud wow. might be number two right CJ now. CJ Stroud is let, number two let, in the last. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a great segue because my next question, the next game we have is Michigan falling to uh, Michigan State. Getting, That's the next game. Kenneth Walker about? and Heisman. Yeah, yeah Kenneth yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how is he not leading the Heisman? I mean, he at five touchdowns. I think what it was one hundred forty rush yards. I think it's honestly, Stephen, the reason why you don't see Kenneth Walker leading the odds is because the games the games Michigan State had before this Michigan game. They weren't really TV worthy. That's <laughs> they true. Were, they weren't on big marquee games. Well, Michigan State for you know for being ranked number yeah. three and everything like that. They've had some games where they've won like fifteen to ten a couple of games. They've I mean yeah. it's like they have ugly games. It's not they're not pretty. But they Kenneth Walker's look. been putting up numbers. Kenneth Walker is what's he got over a thousand yards rushing? He's a seven, wake, eight he's games? a wake for his transfer. And like if you look on ESPN's had this all because the transfer portal is such a thing now. They've had all these rankings of the best transfers. Kenneth Walker's almost always number one in those best transfers and everything like that. Well, you. He's been out of this world. Yeah. I mean, he won Michigan State that game against Michigan. 197 yards on the ground. 197. Yeah, 140. It's 197 yards. I mean, he looked unstoppable. And Michigan, we went in this game. We talked about it last week. I said, Michigan's defense is their strength. I feel like they can stop the run. Michigan State wants to run. <laughs> Boy, Boy was I wrong. They could not. <laughs> Boy, but I you know, I almost have, we're going to talk about you know Jim Harbaugh here in just a minute, but going back to what Michigan, you know, the question marks as far as the offense goes, the Michigan quarterback, I think his name's McNamara or McNamara or what, I can't remember. I can't, I can't pronounce his name. I'm not. I, I'm not even going to try to. I don't even know what his last name. How you pronounce it? Gus Johnson did a great job on on Saturday pronouncing Gus it. Johnson. But what a guy. They they actually moved the ball pretty well and were able to attack that McNamara. Michigan State. McNamara. McNamara. That's it. Yeah. No, they they played actually pretty well in this game, and and they were in control. They, they had a, what a sixteen point lead with about they did. Uh, it was in the, the fourth, fourth quarter. In the, in the fourth quarter, yeah. and just and just fell apart. Uh, you know, Michigan. I, I don't. I feel a little bit better about that Ohio State game now, watching that Michigan State game than I did beforehand. I, really? I guess I feel a little bit better. They they just look like a team that can actually move the football. Michigan, has, for what it's worth, with Jim Harbaugh, has had a tough time finding a quarterback to kind of maneuver this offense the last few seasons for him. So yeah. for him to have a guy like McNamara that can maybe actually, you know. Put some points on the board. For well, I think once, part of their problem to complement is that defense, right? I think part of the problem is obviously Michigan. Their their defense, their strength was their weakness. Yeah. In this game, they allowed thirty seven points, and you know Kenneth Walker, like we just talked about, to go absolutely off. 
because Michigan State cannot pass the ball. Uh, no. Peyton Thorne, their quarterback, was 19 for 30, 196 yards. It's a good thing they had Kenneth Walker. Exactly, exactly. They had to rely but on Kate the McNamara, this, this is a crazy Michigan quarterback stat because you never see them pass well like you just mentioned. He was 28 for 44, not insane, but 28 for 44, 383 yards and two touchdowns. He did have an interception, but two he touchdowns. He did, that was the one that cost him the game, obviously, because right. they were attempting to try and go at least right. try bad, to win the bad game. Bad timing interception, yeah. but still, I mean, he had 383. He was hardly the problem throughout the game. They couldn't get their run game established as no. well as you would like. I mean, they their top two running backs, 4.2 average is not bad, and then 3.5 average um, per carry. But, yeah, I mean, uh, like Jim Harbaugh just refuses to win a big game. He yeah, just says, the, like, I'm going to build yeah. my team up. Because we've seen it in years past. It's been a few years since we've seen Michigan be this good. But we've seen them be this good, and then they play a good team, and they're like, you know what? Let's be bad again. This is the, <laughs> this is seemingly the tale as old as time is is Jim Harbaugh, and, and everybody all of a sudden wants to jump and bash him. And, and I'll defend him for a little bit because that this, this team did compete. It wasn't like they were just completely outmatched and did not compete. But you look at the numbers, 2-13 and 13 against top 10 opponents, 6-12. and 12 against Penn State, Michigan State, and Ohio State. So you're you haven't even won I mean you're fifty I mean you're six and twelve against your your biggest rivals. It's so bad. I mean that's it's so bad. That cannot sit well with a very proud big blue you know alumni. I mean like they're they're just that is not gonna sit well for them for many years. I, I, I just don't know at what point, Steven, do do does Michigan start to question whether or not they're moving in the right direction. I mean is is I mean, you've you've gave him so many seasons. I mean, I feel like Jim Harbaugh has had an ample amount of time to try and get things on track. I mean, am, am I wrong on this? No, he has. I mean, we we've t- you, it's a again. You said tales oldest time. I mean, every football talk show for the past what five years have been like, hey, Harbaugh is on the hot seat. Hey, Harb, this might be Harbaugh's last year. Hey, and what about Jim only Harbaugh? so many times you can sit there and say, "Oh, he's a Michigan man." I think. How many more times can you say that before well, you start to it, actually? It's obviously hard because right now you just have the the train that is Ohio State running year after year you after do. year, right. and it, it's very difficult to beat them in the recruiting and everything else they have going but for them right now. But you brought this guy in; he had he, the NFL brought him pedigree, in. and and you, you brought him in to beat Ohio State. You brought him saying. in to beat beat Ohio State. I think. This year, if he does not beat Ohio State, what is this, six, seven years in a row that Ohio State's won? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if he does not win that game this year, I think, I mean, it's time. It's time. If he can't win the Ohio State game this year, just cut the ties. Like, maybe you can't get anybody as good of a, a coach and get Michigan, keep Michigan in that, you know, top 10. But you can't keep top paying 10. this guy top no. 10 money for a coach and just, yeah. just can't get it done against any of them. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about just like Ohio State. I'm talking about Michigan State and Penn State. All yeah. three of your biggest rivals. I mean, you have. It's just, Speaking of yeah. a guy who can't get it done against bigger teams, Dan Mullen down at Florida as Georgia easily beats Florida this past weekend. Dan Mullen finally makes the switch to Anthony Richardson that everybody was calling for to start him to play him. He looks like the playmaker. And Cole, you texted us this over the weekend as well. What'd you think about that that decision for Anthony Richardson? I just cannot believe. Look, if you want to go with Anthony Richardson, I get it. He's he's a bla- he's a playmaker. He's probably the more talented quarterback between him and Emory Jones. But Emory Jones is the veteran, and he's probably right now the better and more accurate passer. And you just didn't go to him at all during that game. And not only that, but Dan Mullen, I, I, I don't know what happened with the game plan. And I'm not even, I wasn't even, I had no dog in this fight. I wasn't rooting for Florida. It just was frustrating to me to see a head coach put a player in a position where they just could not succeed. You called seven or eight speed option right or speed option left. 
And that that was literally your game plan. And then you drop Anthony Richardson back, and he's not really a pocket passer to begin with. Yeah. And it just seemed to me like Florida in the Alabama game, especially, they threw the kitchen sink at the Alabama defense. I mean, they had motion, they had movement, they, had, they rotated Emory Jones out on bootlegs and had him in the open field to throw the tight ends and deep and whatnot. There was just no creativity to that Florida offense on Saturday against Georgia. And not to say that, you know, Georgia's defense kind of limits you as it is. But that just makes you have to be that much more creative. And then you go on fourth and twelve. You're all, you're you're only down a field goal. You're th- it's three nothing, and you go for it on fourth and twelve, Stephen, <laughs> against the maybe arguably one of the best defenses in the history of college football. He, he pulled a Lane Kiffin, huh? and you go for it on fourth and twelve. It's not fourth and three, fourth and two, fourth <laughs> and one. It's fourth and twelve. Where are they at? Where are they at in the field? I mean, well, they, they were on the other side, but I think they were at like the, the forty eight yard line, yeah, just outside of, somewhere, just, just outside, outside field yeah, goal just outside range, yeah. Of mid, yeah. So I mean, it's I and the defense for Florida actually was playing well. They 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 weren't giving up many big plays. Yeah, I mean, this was a game late in the second quarter, and then all it of a sudden, it was three Jordan, nothing with yeah. two minutes left in this in the first half, and then you find a few plays later, it's twenty four nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. I was watching like uh, I was just watching the score, and I saw it was ten to nothing, and I'm like, okay, Florida's keeping it close, like respectable. Yep. I checked. Yep. I don't know five minutes later, and it's twenty four to nothing. I was like, oh. <laughs> there goes that game. You have a fumble, and then you have an yeah. interception, and then a pick six, and all. See a lot of people. You know, because Dan Mullen was the Florida splash hire, like, and he has not been splashy. I, I, what is the big game that he has won so far at Florida? Can, can you name a Tyler? I mean, can you can you look at what is the biggest game that Dan Mullen has won since he's been at Florida? I'm on. I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even off my brain think about it. Did did they beat Michigan in the bowl game? Was that was that probably the biggest one they have? Maybe did they do that? The LSU has also had their number. No, because LSU yeah, they, had they their have. number last year. Of course, year and LSU year. beat them a few weeks ago, oh, yeah. and, and again we just couldn't explain because that was when all the Ed Orgeron stuff started to come out. And then that weird the shoe game last year and the, the shoe fog. game last year. Yes, the I mean, foggy shoe game. <laughs> and then of course the and of course Alabama has beat them in the SEC championship game. Of course, like I said, they, he just can't. He cannot win a game. He can or like a big game. You know, if, if you have to put all of your marbles on one coach, that is one guy. In college football, you just don't you don't want Jim Harbaugh and and Dan Mullen. Well, Dan, two guys you do not want to roll with. Dan Mullen's supposed to be this quarterback whisperer too. Like that's what he's famous for, right? Emory Jones was his guy. He was. Emory he Jones was. is not good. No, I mean it's no. easy to look good too if you're Florida or especially didn't, Florida. Didn't Anthony also, Richardson just like come out with his like this big like uh, marketing campaign for himself like called AR15. Didn't he just release something like that? He is he, he, is he it? had like a he had like a tent outside the stadium in Jacksonville. And it was selling like AR-15 merchandise and stuff like that. He's marketing himself like he was like really good, and then he goes out and performs like that against Georgia. I was like, oh, wow. that's tough. The, that that is a bad beat right there. What'd you friend. get, Tyler? What'd you find? So the probably the best win that Dan Mullen has in the swamp would be last year's uh, uh, largest cocktail party when they beat Georgia. 44 to 28. I forgot that they beat. I forgot that that too. I forgot they did win that game last year. Other than that, like, there's. You you look at it, there's not much. I mean, you got some Kentucky wins in there. They beat Auburn. uh, Hey, hey, Kentucky wins. 2019. (laughs) That's good stuff right there. But, like, what. The thing is, like, what has Dan Mullen done so far that Jim McElwain. Exactly. Well, Jim McElwain actually has a better winning percentage at Florida right now than Dan Mullen does. 
It's yeah. it, I mean, it, it's at least shocking. Jim McElwain it's had shocking. two SEC East titles. Yes, you know? yeah. It's been it's been a rough go. And granted, it, granted, Georgia wasn't Georgia. Right, when Jim yeah, McElwain you know, you was have there. a juggernaut that yeah. Kirby Smart you, has built but, in Georgia. But, but yeah, but no, still, Dan Mullen just cannot. It's not like Florida's not getting the dudes, guys. And I mean, yeah. come on, take away Kyle Trask because that's who Jim McElwain recruited. Yeah, right? it just fell yeah. in the hands of Dan Mullen. Yeah, no, it, his quarterback is a great his, point. His that quarterback, is a great point, Tyler. his quarterback whisperness is just not it's it non-existent. I mean, since Dak Prescott, and then of course he had Tim Tebow when he was the offensive coordinator. At Florida. Yeah, I mean, he had Kyle really, Trask, but that's not his guy. Who who has really been his guy? The only guy you can really say is Dak Prescott. Yeah, Mississippi State. That's it. I mean, Tim Tebow. Well, but was that really Tim Tebow? Was that? Dan Mullen or Urban. Was that Urban Meyer? That's probably Urban Meyer. I, I think that was probably Urban. I mean, yeah. Ur, I mean, Urban did bring him back into Jacksonville <laughs> to try and give him a tryout with the Jaguars. So that's I'm pretty true. sure that it's Urban and Tebow. That's probably tight. Georgia, I will so. say Georgia, like you pointed out, their their defense, Florida's defense is playing pretty good. Georgia actually looked mortal there for. Well, can we can we also just talk about over a quarter how pedestrian Stetson Bennett was on yeah, Saturday? Yeah, and, and you know, wow. it's very interesting because uh, Kirby actually went with Stetson over JT Daniels, who's now healthy. I, I saw you uh, put that in there. Yeah, yeah that, that was because, interesting. Uh, was he, he said was he healthy and ready to go? Saturday? Yeah, he was. Really? Kirby said he uh, picked Stetson uh, for two reasons: one, uh, consistency. He, he felt that the right. team had been playing yeah. well, the offense had been playing well. Kind of a little continuity. There's no reason. Kind of a little rhythm. They you know, had if it, it ain't yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It wasn't kind of there thing. on Saturday. That's exactly. For sure. If it ain't broke, don't fix right. it. And then he also said Stetson adds mobility. Not that JT Daniels is just stiff and can't move. It's just that Stetson can move better. Basically, is what he said. Uh, so something to look out for. I'm just curious as to what. You know, we see Georgia's offense struggling for the first time yeah. in this game. I'm right. curious when Georgia plays Alabama because that's going to be their next tough opponent. And guys, if, I think if they we get got there. our uh, favorite caller, Logan from Trustful. Oh, we always love Logan on the phone. Put him on. Logan, what's up? Logan, what's going, what's going on, on man? How's We're it going? College football right now. What's up? Well, I, I'm I'm sitting on top of the world uh, right, <laughs> right now on uh, Dansby Swanson's hair. <laughs> oh yes cloud, man. beautiful beautiful it was amazing no i i, I wanted to I, I didn't know what you, you said you guys are talking college football college yes, football sir. Right yes now. sir college football I, i'm actually on the way home and just tuning in i i wanted to hear what you guys thought about the rankings were you surprised were you not oh man boy oh boy you need to uh go back and listen <laughs> man, you uh, whenever you get the chance we, we had a heated conversation there was like about a 30 that. minute yeah. conversation about it uh oh, well, I, see i man I, i'm just out of the game I, i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay logan we we appreciate the call I will say that I, I did go on a 30-minute rant, rant about Cincinnati getting slapped in the face. Logan, what did you think about the Rangers? Did you think they were correct? I, I did. Well, I, I, I think right now they are. Uh, I, I don't think those were the four best teams in the country, but I think right now that's who you have to put in. Um, I, I think Michigan State's got to be in as they're undefeated. Uh, I think Oregon, you know, with their Ohio State win, obviously has got to be in with being one loss. Uh, I think Bama – I think they got to be two. Uh, even even though I, even though that Texas A and M to me, it's not a bad loss, but it's not a, it's not a good. It's not loss, the best you know one. No, right. yeah, definitely it's not the best. Uh, so, but t- to me, and I was talking to a guy at work about this today. To me, Georgia, Georgia's to me seems strides better than than the top the other top three. Definitely, I could be wrong. Yeah, but I I just think I just think right now Georgia's strides better but i do think i, I do think that game in in, in atlanta in, in early december i think it could go i think you get a, a late team alabama that's got some games under their belt i mean they played 12 games I, I, I'd, I'd be interested i think i think bama could beat them but, hey but, uh, that's 
that is definitely a possibility and something to watch for. And of course, that is something that I think the outside looking in is hoping for is that Georgia could possibly put away that Alabama team. And Logan, before we let you go, if everything ran a chalk, if you had to pick between the three teams, I asked Steven this, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Wake Forest, one team gets in. Which one do you think would make it? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I want it. I want to say Cincinnati. Hey, I think that's the popular be, pick. I think everybody wants to be, see that. Because of the Notre Dame win. Okay. Uh, I, I think without the Notre Dame win, even if they're undefeated, I think since he's not even close. But Oklahoma, to me, they just play some bad games. They, they, have. Have. they have. They have. They have. And I know. I know that. I know it was early. And I know they had a quarterback controversy. But to me, even even I think it was last week, two weeks ago, that they struggled against Kansas for a little bit. They did. They, they did. definitely they did. actually trailed at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to me, o- Oklahoma to me is is very unimpressive. Yeah. Um, but, let, let me ask you guys this, and then I'll hang up. Where th- does Michigan State win out? Mm. Thank, I you don't, the, thank you for the call, Logan. Yeah, thanks for the call, no, Logan. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I see Ohio State winning that game. Mm, Ohio yeah, State's better. I, we we talked to eyeball test when we went over uh, playoff committee stuff. I mean, the eyeball test. Ohio State's better. Their defense is improving. Uh, it's still not great, but then you, obviously you see C.J. Stroud in that Minnesota game, and then that Oregon. Well, he wasn't the problem in the Oregon game, but you see him early. And you're like, ooh, can he really be the guy for this uh, really talented Ohio State receiving core? And I mean, he's much improved. Like Tyler just said, what is he number two in the Heisman race he right is. now? C.J. Stroud's playing really good right yeah. now. Yeah, so Very I mean, C.J. Stroud right now at uh, plus four fifty odds on. Wow, most what, what is yeah. Kenneth Walker right now? Kenneth Walker, him and C.J. Stroud are kind of right next to each other. It kind of varies, but you could probably put an average of plus four hundred, plus four fifty for Kenneth Walker. Wow. So they're really close. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Interesting. talk about the other side for the Big Ten because there is an there is an other side to it. <laughs> it's it's not necessarily the best side. We won't spend too much time because there's not much to talk about. But Wisconsin crushed Iowa. I think that eliminates the Iowa talk for good, right? Yes. I mean, pretty the, much the Big Ten. Uh, we, we that side about, of the division is just it's, it's a mess. garbage. But that it, is a mess. It, Minnesota's the leading team in that division now. <laughs> what? Does Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin Minnesota play last last game of the year, right? That's I the think so. Game? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the that's the Paul Bunyan. That's Zach's the Paul game. Bunyan. Yeah, the Paul uh, Bunyan. Well, trophy, yeah. no, 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 the Michigan Michigan State is the Paul Bunyan Trophy. Oh, the Wisconsin that's right. Minnesota is the Paul Bunyan's Axe Trophy. That's because it. they just like that's to use so every weird. part of Paul why, Bunyan. Why, why, in the why would Big they do 10. that? I don't, why, why, why would they do know. that? That's just, that's just I so don't confusing. know. But yeah, no. Uh, you only know that because of NCAA college football the video game, don't you? No, yeah, I actually that. knew it because I heard people talking about the Michigan Michigan State okay. game being the Paul Bunyan Trophy, and then somebody was like, "Wait, isn't that Wisconsin Minnesota?" And that, that Wisconsin Minnesota. So I did not yeah. know that until yeah. literally, I don't know, Absolute was that last mess. week? The Big Ten West is just a mess. Yeah, I. Oof, Wisconsin. <laughs> we talked about it last week. Wisconsin wins this game. They have a chance. They still can win the Big Didn't Ten. Didn't you guys West. pick Wisconsin? I picked Iowa. I know that. I, I took the L on this. I one. I think I thought I took Iowa. Maybe Tyler took Wisconsin. Maybe I don't remember. I don't. I don't, know. I don't, I don't remember at all. Somebody actually. took Wisconsin. Did, but don't Iowa and Wisconsin like year over year? Don't they feel like the same team? They just disappoint you every year. Well, well, that. Yeah. But also, they like to run the ball. They have big offensive linemen. Like and you their think, quarterbacks Wisconsin are just a head case. Yes, you think yes. Wisconsin, Iowa. You think fullbacks, tight ends, uh, offensive linemen, and running game. Right. That's that's that is and good defenses. That's what I think of Wisconsin and Iowa. For most of the season, Graham Mertz has been a nightmare at quarterback. He played good, though. But against Iowa, he just <laughs> tore it up. Well, yeah. I'm looking at his stats. 
I, I think the eye test compared to what he up. did in the first half of the season. I mean, this so is the eye test. Great. The eye test says that he tore it up, right? Yes. Uh, the stats don't. Um, he was eleven for twenty-two for one hundred and four yards and a touchdown, passing, and then oh. but I- improvement. Two rushing touchdowns. No, no. Turnovers? On, no. One, no. No. Uh, yeah. No. As as, as long as there's no turnovers, the Wisconsin fans are wait, happy about wait, it because yeah, that was the no big turnovers. problem with Graham Mertz. No turnovers. turnovers, and then uh, he also had two touchdowns rushing on a total of two yards. There you go. Balling. <laughs> Graham Mertz, man. Hey. So a yard, every every yard he ran, he's hey, scored I'm on the Mertz train now. There we go, baby. So let's move on to uh, Mississippi State, the other MSU. Uh, Tyler already kind of talked about it. Cruising against Kentucky. What, like, is just Kentucky just going to keep sliding? Is this, like, because we talked about this earlier, too. Uh, you know, Stoops being the, the maybe coach of the year, and then now Kentucky sliding pretty quickly. Mississippi State seems to be on the rise that you see them uh, pretty high ranking in the college football playoff committee. I mean, what are we, what's going on here? Uh, the the problem is is the turnover margin for Kentucky has just gotten bigger and bigger every game. And I I talked about it a few weeks ago how just they just cannot stop turning the ball over. I mean, Will Levis has three interceptions. They had four turnovers in total. I mean, that has just been the Achilles heel of this Kentucky team all season long. They cannot win the turnover margin. They turn the ball over at a shockingly high rate, and that that's what that's what won the game. Will Rogers had a very consistent game he was flawless almost and and they just complete state had 41 minutes of time of possession and they really didn't even try and run the ball it was just those short passes and just completing pass after pass after pass and like i said those turnovers just got to be too much will levis and the kentucky they just could not overcome it and you're right i think kentucky is starting to unravel right here at the end of the season they have a tough game against tennessee this week I mean, they might could lose that game, Steve. That's what I'm saying. I like mean, we go from we their, go their from losses might not be done. We go from is Kentucky the best team, the second best team in the East, to quickly, uh, uh oh, Kentucky. It was a quick slide. Yeah, no, because <laughs> we go that Georgia game. Nobody expected them to win. No, nobody. Uh, no. They did cover. They covered. No, they did cover. But uh, no, but no one. Expected yeah, no one expected win, that. No. So, and then we go to this this tough loss for. Um, Mississippi State against Mississippi State for uh, Kentucky. In the last game we'll talk about, just really quick, uh, the ACC, we talked about the Big Ten trying to eliminate themselves. The ACC is just trying to eliminate themselves completely <laughs> from everything. Uh, yes. Pitt, we just yeah. talked about them last week. We sung their praises. We talked about uh, Kenny Pickett. Uh, and then uh, they decided to eliminate themselves just completely. Yeah, no. Against no. Miami, a bad Miami team. But apparently Miami has a good quarterback. Kenny now. Pickett hi- hype for the Heisman, I think, is over at this point, right? I think, I think it's over. I think so. Yeah. yeah, he he was yeah. he was quickly rising and then he's quickly falling. Miami though, they switched quarterbacks from Derek King and they seem to be uh, competent on uh, on offense. What's up with that? Yeah, I I'm not sure what's going on with that Miami team either. But can we just? I mean, Stephen, this ACC conference, because I mean, I know, I know you were talking about Wake Forest and how they're undefeated. I, I just want to point this out here. Oh, they're not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> this is their remaining schedule: at North Carolina, NC State, at Clemson, and at Boston College. Can you honestly see them running the table? Wake Forest? Wait, yes. Say, with, with those, with those four, Sorry, I was those reading. Four games. I was at reading North Carolina, <laughs> NC State, at Clemson, and at Boston College. Can they run the table? No. Come on. BC, no BC and Clemson are going to be tough, tough, tough games. I agree. I but agree. if Wake, I want Wake Forest to run the table. I want the nightmare scenario for the playoff committee. Because I want people to write. He's and rooting I want, for it at this point. Well, I'm rooting for it, and then I want the 12 team. <laughs> so I want this just let's just go ahead and do it. Um 
and get that 12 team over Not with. that I don't want to just listen to you talk about Wake Forest so much, Stephen, but we have a very special guest on the show today. Very special guest. Ricky Dixon, former host of the sports show About Nothing and the Ricky Dixon Ricky podcast. Ricky Dixon show. The, the NFL guru. I mean, this guy knows what Peyton Manning had for breakfast on a wintry morning in I December love it. three I love years it. ago. I mean, like, just craziness. He knows the leading rusher in the NFL in 1946. A- a- absolutely. Ricky, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs> Pretty good, guys. How about you, uh, We're doing we're great, doing man. Great. great to hear your voice. It's been too long, man. Too long, it, Ricky. It has, man. Well, R- Ricky, we're just going to hop right into some NFL talk. Uh, we got some good questions for you. You ready for this? Yes, sir. You're our, you're our local NFL insider. <laughs> so uh, so right now, we're just about at the midway point uh, for the NFL season. Just go ahead and give me your, your top five Super Bowl contenders. doesn't have to be necessarily they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, but they have the possibility to make it to the Super Bowl. You know what's crazy about that is everybody uh, believes in it. the AFC is the best conference, but right now the NFC being so top heavy, I had to say the top five teams in the NFC, man, uh, are my Super Bowl contenders, which is crazy. <laughs> and um, I will say the Rams, the Packers, the Cardinals, Tampa, and of course them Cowboys. You know, it's gonna be a battle. I love the Cowboys pick. I love that. Yeah, the, I mean, you're exactly right. The AFC has has some good teams, but the NFC seems to be the best of the best seem to be about the top five or so in the NFC. I completely agree with that. Um, so speaking of the AFC and kind of their top contenders kind of falling off a little bit here, what what do you what, what do you think the fix is? We, we've seen the Chiefs kind of fall off more and more. Now, I don't think there's a necessarily a good fix, quick fix for the defense. What do you see as their fix for their offense? you got to protect Mahomes and run the ball, man. Um, Mahomes been running for his life since last year in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he's right. I mean, yeah. You know, Mahomes has, you know, he's the second leader in Russia for Kansas City. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. 35 attempts, 229 yards. Wow. Just Mahomes no running game at all. He's not Lamar Jackson. No, so no, if, no. If he's your second leading rusher, you, you can't win that way. And to me, just running the ball, even just running the ball by committee, you know, you got to run the ball. The attempts is what's important. Definitely, definitely. I, I think I, I think I agree a lot. I think it'll help a lot when they get Clyde Edwards a layer back, and I think that'll help. Uh, let's go to another AFC team that might that looks strong at the beginning of the year that might be having some issues now. Uh, and, it, and they seem to have a sticky situation going on, especially with free free uh, the trade deadline. Excuse me, uh, just passing us here what is what do the browns do with odell beckham jr right now it seems to be a broken situation maybe some rivalry going on between him and baker with obj's dad posting stuff on instagram about how he's always open what what do the browns do with that situation they should have traded him but the thing is you know nobody want to take that 14 million um they don't want their contract but only thing i can i can guess they can do now is either suspend them or release them um is is he don't fit with the team. I'm sorry. He just don't fit with the team. And you can say it's Baker, but to me it's more of the coach than Baker because the coach designing the plays. You can get him involved yeah. if it's on screens. More you know, so it's Kevin, it's Kevin Stefanski's fault more so, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. much different than the Giants scheme where they said they schemed up those uh, those slant plays to get Odell Beckham the ball and to let him perform after that. They're not scheming up very many of those plays for Odell. And it does seem that Baker does miss him when he is open. Yeah, watching that film that his dad put out, man. <laughs> As I say, it's <laughs> tough to watch. For it sure. looks That's bad. Tough. It looks bad. It yeah, especially against the Vikings. So speaking of that trade, we didn't we didn't actually see the trade go down. Well, do you feel like in the NFL trades are are less likely to happen than in other sports? And if so, why do you think that is? 
Because in the NFL, usually one player don't change a team like you would have in major leagues or in the uh, NBA. You know, it, it takes a it's a complete team game in the NFL. So you can add. Oh, for instance, if if Baltimore would have got, they would have never traded Odell to Baltimore. But if he would have got Baltimore, do you think went to Baltimore? Do you think that he would have changed Baltimore future for winning them, making them uh, win the Super Bowl? I don't think so because the running game is still so important on how they manage their team, but. The NFL, the GMs don't view the players the same as the NBA or the major leagues. Also, right. so it's a combination of things, you know. So just so just as far as like you know how much is it worth trading for them more more so than in the fact that it's it's not that there's not trades to be made. It's just so the impact is it worth making that trade now? I guess is the question for the NFL teams. Yes, in the middle of the season, like it is. Right. Because I mean, who, who who would you trade it for this year? That would have made a major impact on on a team. I mean, you look at, like you said, yeah. with the Chiefs, you look at a lot of teams, they need a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman, but those aren't a dime a dozen, and not many teams have very many to spare, especially when you go on injuries and stuff like that. So, I mean, that that's what I would go for is, a like, you want an otherworldly left tackle or something like that. That would be a game changer, but not many teams are willing to budge when they have those. Correct. Ricky, totally I have agree. to ask you, because I'm an avid Saints fan, what what is the fix and now that Jameis Winston is now out for the season and you know now you have Michael Thomas announced that he has an ankle injury so he will be out for the season as well. What is what does the Saints do moving forward? I mean, obviously this is not a Super Bowl winning team, but you have a roster that is good and can compete. Do you roll the dice with a Taysom Hill or a Trevor Simeon or I mean, do you pick up a guy like Cam Newton who is still out there without a contract? I totally disagree with you, Cole. I think the Saints are a Super Bowl team. Right? To be wow. honest, with you, I think they got. I think they got the best defense in the league right now. At least playing. The now, I would agree right with now. that. I will. I will agree with the defense. Yes. I, I I think. I I don't think Cam fit that team per se, but I would have to bring him in because it's proven that Taysom Hill is not a true quarterback. So okay. you're depending on Tra- uh, uh, Simeon now to run the team. I just have Cam just for insurance policy, you know, right now. Uh, so it's Taysom Hill getting there and looking bad. I mean. uh if Simeon get in there and start looking bad, I, I got Cam on the bench. So, now I don't know if Cam would take that offer because Cam looking like he probably want to come and start. But I, we'll have some talks and see what's going on because I just couldn't rely on Trevor Simeon. He's <laughs> proven that he's just a backup. I, I, I would agree with you. I would agree now, with you wholeheartedly. Now, Ricky, let me ask you this. And uh, going back to the AFC a little bit here, we saw the Patriots beat the Chargers. Now, that was really the Patriots' only win, but – a really only good win, but after seeing that game, do you see the Patriots as a legit threat in the AFC right now? Man, I'm gonna tell you something. The Patriots can win a playoff game. I they, I agree. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for sure. Because we got Bill Belichick, who's the greatest coach of all time, and you look at the injuries that have occurred in the AFC. That's why I was like, all the top heavy teams in NFL, basically in the NFC, that can, starting you know, to fall off a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean. We both we know the Ravens situation with the running game and they defensive players with Marcus Peterson and those guys are hurt. Then you got Buffalo. I mean, Josh Allen, you, you, he has not developed a true running game in Buffalo. It's all on Josh Allen still. Um, the Raiders, you just see what's going on with Rugs. That hurt the team. Um, the Titans, Henry, that's the whole team. That is that's true. So, right. That, that, that's a great point. Wow. I, I didn't even think so, about that. That that is a huge portion of the AFC teams. Yeah, it's exactly. Those are your division. Your those are your four division leaders. I just named the Ravens, the Bills, the Raiders, and Titans. 
So mm-hmm. everybody after that, you got the Bengals, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Broncos, and Browns. Who you who you believe in? I'm going with Brady. <laughs> That's a great point. They, the the Patriots the <laughs> Patriots a have point. a feeling right now yeah. of of a 2001 early Brady era era yeah. where they have a good defense and they have a good run game and they can kind of rely on that and then Mac Jones has to do just enough to win them a few games. I have them. Like, I agree completely with you, Ricky. I think they could definitely sneak in and win a playoff game. I believe they will because I don't see, okay, like I said, you're four division leaders, and then you got your three wild cards. You don't think the Patriots could beat the Chargers, the Bengals, the Browns, or the Broncos? For I sure. Do. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right. I mean, because they'll host, them. they'll host a wild card game. So, yeah, they'll, they'll have it at home as well. So, you know, and it's hard to beat Belichick. If you give him time to plot and plan, it's going to be hard. That's true. One of yeah. the best game planners in the world. Yes. Cole, you got anything else? Ricky, just before we get off with you, I, I would like to just ask you this. The college football playoff rankings, how did you feel about them? <laughs> did, 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 did you like them? Did you not like them? What did you think about them? I can't wait for the 12-team playoff. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is the best answer he could have gave. That is yeah, the that's, best answer. That's true. We just went on a we just went on a 30-minute rant about it, and I, I said that mainly I, just, I think that Cincinnati got a slap in the face, and I'm ready for the 12-team. But do you do you think Cincinnati deserves to be in the top four? I that, that's what I was arguing with Cole is if you go eyeball test now for it's it's so subjective. I don't think Cincinnati is necessarily one of the four teams, but if you go with quality wins and they're undefeated, they're doing what the playoff committee asked them to by scheduling Power Five in their non conference. Yeah, and they did that. Then they still don't. I just don't see them having an opportunity because Oklahoma wins out, they're going to be over them. I think Wake Forest, if they win out, they can still be over them. Uh, so it's really just very, very almost impossible for Cincinnati to make the playoff this year. Well, my question for y'all before we get off is, do you think we'll have two SEC teams in the, in the Final Four? If Alabama beats Georgia. That's it. That, that, so, that's, that, I, mean, I mean, that's the only way. But if, if I had to guess if if everything trends in that direction, guys, if if they played this weekend, I'm not too sure that Alabama would not be favored in that game, and I'm not too sure they might not can win that game. So, yeah, if if you had to ask me right now if they played this Saturday, yeah, I think that you could see two SEC teams in the playoff for sure. I totally agree. That's why I know Cincinnati does not belong. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. If you go eyeball test, it's completely fair to to say that other teams are definitely better. Again, it's just I just don't see a a scenario until we get to the 12 team with this playoff committee coming out this year. I don't see a scenario where the AAC or any other non-Power 5 school gets in until we get to the 12th team. Yes. And you see UAB and the rest of these teams are leaving and, and, and jumping ship on these different conferences as well. Yeah, they're trying They're trying to get in. They're trying to get their piece of the pie for sure. Ricky, we, we appreciate you for joining us, man. It has been an absolute pleasure. You have got to come back on the show next week. Whenever you want to, you can join the show. We, just, we, we love having you, man. It's true, Ricky. All right, man, anytime. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ricky. Well, he is just an NFL knowledge machine. You could could ask that guy literally anything, and he'll have an answer for it. I love it. It doesn't matter. I love it. You you can put him on the spot. You can give him days to prepare. It doesn't matter. I think think he might be Jeff on the hot seat. Yeah, is Is Jeff Jeff now on the hot seat for our NFL (laughs) talk guy? I mean, is is Ricky now like the – is he the Adam Schefter for under review? Oh, my gosh. He's just NFL insights. Great, man. I I love love it. it. Well, speaking of NFL, let's let's stick with it now. Let's move really quick because he answered most of my questions already, Cole. (laughs) That was good. We don't have to talk about the Falcons. No, 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 no. We're, no, we're going, we're going we skip to. Over that. We're going to. We have to talk about the Falcons. We have to talk about Tyler's Bears. You know, we'll just we'll give you a rest. Tyler, what happened with the Bears, man? What's going on with the Bears? 
You know, they they actually played a good first half. That, that's what I was going to say. They, they actually looked great, okay against the Niners. Great first half. Great first half game plan. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. You got to give throw credit it away. to Shanahan. They made great adjustments, though, in the second half, and they ran away with it. So, uh, but, you know, honestly, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Justin Fields. Is this if a, you asked me that question two weeks ago, if if you know I believe in Justin Fields, you probably would have said know. no. I yeah. would have said no. Is probably. this is this in a, a situation where it's addition by subtraction because Matt Nagy wasn't there? Subtraction. Well, Matt yeah. Nagy wasn't there. I love that. I mean, they yeah. they kind of lit him up on off. Like, it seemed the, like the offense was clicking more. I wouldn't say they lit them up, but the it, offense was definitely moving and grooving. It also and they seemed better. It also so. seemed like they he the whoever I don't know who the head coach was for the Bears that day, but it seemed like he really schemed up stuff that fits Justin Fields style of play uh mm-hmm. more bootlegs mm-hmm. more letting him run yep. uh and yep. i think matt Nagy could uh take a note or two what do you think tyler no i agree 100 percent. like i mean that's <laughs> what you have to do in the nfl you have to play tyler's looking for any kind of optimism with the bears this uh, i mean you yeah. got to anything. i i feel that tyler. Anything, i feel yeah. that okay well uh, if you feel that steven <laughs> What happened with the Falcons against the Panthers? Uh, I, I, I watched a little bit of this game, and I just could not believe. They just could not score against the Panthers. Could not move the ball. Matt Ryan point, had a terrible game. Turning point. Matt Ryan's hand stepped on. Turning point. It got obliterated. I, I don't. What happened? I saw it. Like, I was watching Red Zone, and the, I, I had the Falcons game pulled up as well, but it was behind Red Zone. All of a sudden, Red Zone just cuts away to Matt Ryan's hand, and it's just gushing blood. Have you ever seen like a cleat stepped on and it just or a I, hand goes no, that much blood? Because they don't have spike cleats anymore. It's crazy. So, I mean, it's like it's crazy. They're all rubber cleats. So, I mean, like yeah. you can break. I mean, obviously a three hundred pound bone guy or something. You, know, you, you would on, think, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think it would bleed so much, but I guess no. it just stepped on just the right way. Is, is but Matt, that was is Matt I mean, Ryan like a uh, sneaky like fragile. Like does he have like tender skin? He is the he. <laughs> uh, this is not a hot take. He is the easiest. I don't even know. That's not a word, but easiest. The most easy. Most easy. <laughs> Sackable quarterback, if that makes sense. <laughs> Most easy sackable you, quarterback. They, like a defensive lineman just if there was an award for it, Stephen would give it to Matt. If Ryan. they touch his shoulder, he's like, "Oh, I'm out." It's I'm like out. it's like one of those uh, you know those dolls that you like press the button and then they fall down it and then you like let it go. You know? Up. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Up, yeah, that's that's Matt Ryan. Uh, no man, I mean it really was the turning point. Like the the Falcons seemed at least that they had the game in hand. That who, happened. Who, who and then was they, playing for the Panthers at quarterback? Was it? It was uh, Sam Darnold, but then PJ it was Walker? Uh, PJ Walker because Sam Darnold got a concussion. Or he was in, who, who is that? Who is MVP, that guy? PJ Walker. Yeah, yeah. the XFL. What, who did MVP. he play for? Who did he play for in college? <laughs> he played uh, for Temple. He played under. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. He did play that's for right. Temple. Yeah, that's he right. Matt Rule. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. why he loved him so much. But you know, but no, I mean, I I don't see what the Falcons do. Their their offense obviously they struggle a lot without Calvin Ridley. Uh, they seem to to really dial in. That's on the Kyle big Pitts. news for the Falcons as well. Calvin Ridley out for the season for personal well, reasons. We don't know how obviously. long he's out. He didn't well, say. He said he's taking a break. It's taking looking a step like away. it's going to be a long it is, break. It I is mean, looking. Could like he could it. not just came out and said, you know what, we suck. I don't really feel like way. Could, could he not have just came out and just said his, that? I mean, his, his that's essentially health, what Calvin really was his saying. His mental health is suffering because the Falcons suck Are so much. Are so bad. Yeah. To the opposite I, side. I really don't know what you do because the, <laughs> the defense played well. I mean, similar to Tyler's Bears, the defense played well in the first yeah. half. And I mean, if you're an NFL team and you're holding a team to 19 points, your offense has got to be able to score more than 19. That's just, it is what it is. And the, and the Falcons' yeah. strength is supposed to be their offense. It clearly isn't. I, I don't know what you do. Again, this is, I'm trapped. Because they're going to win games. They're going to win they're some more win games. They're going to win like seven or eight games. That's what I'm saying. That's and it. we're going to get a mid-round first draft pick. First yep. round, mid middle of the pack draft pick. 
And this is going to be the Falcons year after year after year because they're not going to tear it all the way down, which I don't blame them. It's hard to. And then you're not going to, but you're not going to win a lot. You're, you're, we're stuck. Well, impossible situation. Well, to another, another end of the spectrum, a team that is trending in a different direction, but some sad news, obviously, as I alluded to with Ricky, and I asked him, you know, kind of some optimism for Saints fans because. You lose Jameis Winston in that game against the Bucs, in, in, which, in which you win. I mean, you you dominate. the. Is there any defense and team that has Tom Brady and the Bucks number more than the New Orleans Saints defense? It's crazy. But then the, the Bucs go and beat them in the playoffs last year. The, but but, the, but the, now the that Saints, was because of Drew. Now, it wasn't the defense's fault. That was Drew Brees' fault. That's fair. The Saints do seem to have Tom Brady's number. It's crazy. They do. And 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 it is. It's it's been his his house of horrors was in in the Superdome down there. But yeah. they obviously get the win. But Winston goes down and is now out for the season. So now you're left with either Taysom Hill, who's still recovering from a, a concussion that he suffered, and then Trevor Simeon, who everybody thinks is going to be the guy. You have Ian Book, the Notre Dame quarterback, still there as well. <laughs> How many quarterbacks do y'all have? <laughs> you have a lot of now. He, he was he was put on the IR. He did. He was not actually active this week. Obviously, I I thought maybe Ian Book might actually come in the game if Trevor if he was actually active, but he was not. Trevor, they, yeah. I guess they didn't think they would have to use all their quarterbacks. Obviously, in that game, and you lose. Uh, it's announced that you lose Michael Thomas definitely for the season. And, and, suffered and an ankle injury and rehab. Biggest thing for them at the trade deadline was the Saints did not make a move for a deep threat because that has been the thing that's been lacking. Even with Jameis. It doesn't matter who's back there at quarterback. You don't have a guy who's pushing the defense vertical and making plays in the passing game. And you need a guy like Michael Thomas, and you don't have him. You, it, you were hoping that Traquan Smith was going to give you something like that. Or Marquez Calloway. Or Marquez Calloway. And they neither one have gave it to you. Yeah. So Well, it, it really sucks for, for Jameis. And I'll let you say something right after this, Tyler. Uh, Jameis and the Saints, because this is Jameis's, he was having a career year. Career low in interceptions. All, I don't think it was a career high in touchdowns, but he's having a great touchdown interception ratio having great passing yards having great like everything uh, great win loss i think this is the best win loss of his career so yes, far there was sure. a lot of yeah. best career stuff for Jameis, and then he of course he goes down with a uh was it torn acl is that what it announced yeah. was yep yeah and then mm-hmm. i love love the clip of him dancing in the locker room on his oh, that's that like an all-time clip <laughs> all-time I mean, clip not only not only does this man, oh my gosh not only this man to make the plays that he makes but then he gets ACL injured and, and he's dancing oh in the my locker gosh room. tyler what you got Wow. By the way, if you're one of those uh, NFL fans that are saying, or fantasy fans that are like, why don't they just get rid of Michael Thomas? Well, next year they can, but they're going to suffer a $22 million. Uh, oh, his contract's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. When it's did he stupid. sign an extension? It was this past year. Oh, yeah. he, he signed a $100, like $100 million deal with them. So Michael Thomas <laughs> four is years. around to stay. No, he's, well, we he's can, definitely around this. We can skip over the Patriots because we talked about that with Ricky. Oh, he, yeah. he, of course, said, and I agree with him, that the Patriots can sneaky a win a playoff team. game. They're very They're a sc- scrappy team. Yeah. Tough out. Hey, sneaky good. Sneaky good. Tough out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bengals, we already talked about them. They were in a prime letdown spot. Mike White, of course, goes off. We talked about that in Champagne and Whiskey. Uh, and then we already talked about it with Ricky as well, Odell and Baker's situation. I don't know what you do with that. Of course, his dad. got to release him, right? I mean, you got, you got you have to move, you have to but move you can, him like he has he has a fourteen million dollars hit like like Ricky said on his contract so you can't really release him and he's still talented as as showed by those Instagram videos and I don't think he himself has actually said anything it's just been more of chatter which of course where there's smoke there's fire right I mean but but he he, he asked for a trade last year did he not I mean I think he asked o- for Odell this year. wanted out last year too it wasn't I, just well, he was I, hurt. I, this, this was not where Odell wanted to be anyways he could go to the Lakers Cole. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He, <laughs> he LeBron, yeah, LeBron's a LeBron, LeBron already said, "Hey, free, free OBJ, free him, free him." Which I am a hundred percent behind this, though. I mean, look, Odell. Let's let's go ahead and call it like it is. He's been relatively on his best behavior in Cleveland. He has not been bad in Cleveland at all. What from what he's had in the, at you're the talking Giants, about his, you're talking about his off the field, off the field oh, okay. antics and saying, whatnot. He field. is not. No, no, no. His his production on the field has been awful. I'm just talking about him as far as his behavior has been pretty good. So I, I just don't think you have two years worth of film to see that this OBJ experiment is just not working with Baker. Yeah, it's just there. Why would you not want to move? Yeah, him? they're just not connected, honestly. No. And I, I mean, like, some of it's probably on Baker. Some of it's on OBJ. Some of it's just on the scheme, like we said. Yeah. I think it's all the variety of factors. Man, I don't know if you saw that Instagram video, though. Of uh, that OBJ's dad put out. Do you watch that? Oh, it's 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 awful. I mean, it, it's just so many plays. It made Baker look really it's bad. So many plays. <laughs> a um, lot of overthrows and a lot of missed like, yeah, opportunities. Missed just opportunities bad. really was what it mainly yeah, was. So let's bad. move on. We already talked about it with Ricky. I just want to bring up a stat involving this. Chiefs just don't seem to be very good this year. Uh, obviously, no. their offensive no. line and the run game seems to be the main problem, as Ricky pointed out. But. I wanted to point out what defenses have been doing to Mahomes that seem to be making him struggle a lot more this year, too. So this is uh, from Monday night's game. This is a stat. The Giants played two high safeties on 33 of Patrick Mahomes' 48 Uh-oh. passes Film room, Steven. Here last we go. night. Mahomes has thrown 209 passes against two high safeties this season, which is 49 more than any other quarterback. So I Ooh. think they figured out Mahomes a little bit here. He has five touchdowns and six interceptions against those coverages. So he has more interceptions than he has touchdowns against two two deep safeties. Yeah, that puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. It for does sure. for sure. Everybody thought that it was going to be Lamar Jackson that the NFL was going to figure out. Doesn't look like that. Kind of seems like they figured out Mahomes. They kind of well, way. like Ricky pointed out, they need a run game because they they can't. They're they, two Mahomes are bust. They're uh, yeah. well, they're they're boomer bust, similar to the Bengals. You know, they need those big plays to be able to get them well, going. And, 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 and don't, do don't get me wrong, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are too. I mean, they're they're Lamar Jackson are bust too. So That's I mean, it's, it's, it's it's those are two teams that lean on their quarterback to do a lot for their team. And That's, in fairness, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the cover of two Maddens uh, back-to-back years. <laughs> Madden went, curse? Yeah. The Madden yeah. curse, yeah. yeah. And he went two years without yeah. him, so, you know, that probably has something to do with it. You know? That's oh, very true. Man. EA, get out of get out of Patrick Mahomes' face, man. Come on. Well, let's move on to Curse is Broken. The curse is broken. Cole alluded to it in his champagne, but we got it. We got to just talk about it. We got oh, yeah. to have, like, a... You can't we got to have some conversation this, yeah. about it. The Braves... They win game six last night in a throttle of this Astros team that is so good. You know, the Braves win. I don't know if you, I read, I was reading all the ESPN articles and everything like that before uh, the World Series began. I think one of their like 13 panelists picked the Braves to win this series. All the other had the Astros in five or six. So just the Braves. Not many people thought the Braves would win this series. The Braves beat no. two 100-plus win teams, or I think the 98 wins in the um, Bucks, or not the Bucks, <laughs> the Brewers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going basketball there. I, I was wondering. I was like, 98 wins in basketball? That's no, a no, lot. No, no. Yeah, and the wild. Braves beat them. Uh, no, and then... Uh, <laughs> the Braves beat them, too. Yeah, yeah. And then, they, of course, they beat the 106-win Dodgers, and then they yeah. beat this Astros team that is supposed to be the best offense ever in baseball, and the Braves pitchers just kind of shut them down the whole series. They did. They did. And and you have you have Max Reed throwing six shutout innings last night, which is just crazy good for this for that Astros lineup, you know. A lot of and you've seen Snicker kind of go against the the grain here because especially with Dusty Baker and the Astros, they seem to be pulling starting pitchers quicker and quicker. They don't like for a lineup to see them three times in a row. Right, Dust, yeah. Brian Snicker kind of played this series the whole time just by feel. Because you know of Ian Anderson throwing a no hitter a few games ago and he pulls it. 
Like, I mean, how many times do you see a no-hitter from a pitcher and him being pulled? No, no. Look, th- this team was not supposed to be here. Let's just go and call it like it is. I mean, this is a team that dropped their first four games, lost their all-star Acuna midway through the season, and they were below 500 in August, guys. And faced 50-1 to 1 odds to win the World Series. Th- this team was point. not supposed to be here. I have so many stats. It's, Keep talking because I have I have like thirty two. It, it is stats just crazy. I mean, of course, it's their their fourth championship overall. Their first since nineteen ninety five, and of course, guys like me. I mean, I was born in nineteen ninety five, so literally, my entire lifetime have never seen a very relevant well it, Braves team. Well, the Braves are kind of crazy because they've been to the postseason so much. It's not one of those teams where it's like they just haven't been back. They've been but they sucky. Just, they, they just can never. They've win been the heartbreak. Series. They've been heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. I think they Every had time. sixteen postseason appearances. Since that World Series, I'm, I'm, you, which is just crazy for you a team. said it, Stephen. I think this has really just crushed that narrative that has haunted Atlanta Kill sports for years and years. I think this championship right here, I think, finally does it. I don't think you could say it anymore. You can't say we're you know they're pulling an Atlanta or they're pulling a Braves or they're doing anything like that. it's over. You can't <laughs> saw, say it anymore. Did you see? Do you see everybody was saying like the Atlanta curse is finally broken? Like this breaks the Atlanta curse, and then some people were like, "Well, 2018, they won the yeah, MLS you know, well, Cup." Uh, no, no. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Landrum the for Atlanta arguing United. tooth and nail with me <laughs> that the Atlanta United was what broke the curse. Come on, nobody this agrees. Broke the this curse. broke the curse. <laughs> this yeah, broke nobody the curse for sure. Uh, so I got some stats. I'm going to read out a bunch of stats for you, uh, featuring mostly Freddie Freeman. Uh, who I have his jersey on right now? Did anybody deserve that championship more than? Oh my! He's been stu- he's been with that team for twelve years and just gone through the struggle, gone Such through the a break, guy. gone through the good team no that was twelve years ago, breakdown, yeah. and then back again for the good teams. So Freddie Freeman homered five times this postseason. He tied Fred McGriff for the most by Braves player in a single season. He has eleven RBIs in, in sixteen games, and uh, nine. He had I think after entering October with nine career RBIs in twenty six postseason games. So he had more Incredible. RBIs in this postseason Incredible. run than anything. Yeah. Max Fried's the first pitcher since, listen to this name, Brett Soberhagen. Soberhagen. What a name. In 1985 with six scoreless innings like a bad joke. And zero walks. The, we talked about them being bad at the beginning of the season. 44. Are you giggling? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that noise was. <laughs> Like we can't see Tyler. Like his, his computer his, his, his screen huge is blocking. Computer screen just yeah, blocking so all right I can now. hear is we're just talking the MacBook. It was even there. funnier because y'all two are up on screen and it was just like who's giggling? You know, <laughs> <laughs> can't even can't even tell. It's like yeah, it's a ghost. The, it's the, the a voice. Ghost. The voice in our heads. The Braves were forty four and forty five at the All Star break. So midway it's, point forty four and forty five. They joined the nineteen sixty four Cardinals as the only teams to go from losing record at the All Star break. To World Series champs, so obviously not Amazing. very common. And we'll Great go, run. we'll go two more stats here, and then I'll be done. The Braves' midseason acquisitions were crucial. Obviously, we, uh, that's been talked about. I don't think we need to talk about Jorge it. Jorge Soler, been, obviously the MVP for the World so Series. So they have the first team to have an LCS MVP and a World Series MVP to play for a different team in the same season. Of course, Eddie Rosario wins an LCS MVP. Jorge Soler wins the World Series MVP. And there's 12 home runs by in-season acquisitions for the Braves. That is a single postseason record. Amazing. So obviously game-changing. Yeah. Last stat here, Freddie Freeman is the fourth player in Braves history to win both MVP and a World Series title. The other three are in the Hall of Fame. They are Hank Aaron, uh, and, Chipper and Jones. undoubtedly, I mean, come on, guys. And Johnny Freddie Evers. Freeman is probably in the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, he's a lock. I mean, lock for the Hall of Fame. He's got an MVP. No he's got, uh, I don't think he has a batting title, but he's a career over 300 batting hitter. He's won several gold gloves. He's won a few silver sluggers. I mean, he's interesting conversation. We can we can kind of wrap this Braves talk up with. 
Where does Freeman rank in the all-time Braves list? Is he top oh, 10 Braves? I mean, he, he, he's not ahead of Chipper Jones, is he? No. 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 no you have Chipper. Uh, you have Chipper. You have Hank I mean, Aaron, right? Hank Aaron. John Smoltz. I think right? John Smoltz. But I mean, then you've got Greg Maddox and Clavin, too. I, I think he's kind of in that Andrew Jones. Andrew category. Jones category. Oh, I would yeah. put I would put Freddie above Andrew Jones. I agree, so but I'm I would just say saying like as a tier, like maybe to eight through twelve Braves, so, like somewhere yeah. maybe maybe teetering top ten. Sure. Maybe I think just I would, I, let's say I, I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, name all the players or number anybody. I'm gonna say number seven. Just go with it. Okay, number seven okay. overall. I, I would Hot say take. I would say he's in the eight nine ten there. range. Yeah, somewhere around that range. Number seven. Yeah. I'm gonna go higher. So. He, he's definitely he, he, flirting, he, he, or he's um, in top ten. Braves surely all time. the Braves right. freaking resign. Right. Him, last but. last two things as I say because that's one of my questions is is this and this can go along with that is this lightning in a bottle for the Braves do they catch it this year or do we see them coming back and kind of starting something here? You know, I really think it depends on the teams that you have coming back because the Dodgers and the Giants and all these teams, they're still going to be good. Right. I mean, so did you catch lightning in a bottle? I don't know if you necessarily caught lightning in a bottle. I think the Braves just took advantage of a situation and they got those. Now, here's the big question. Are you going to keep the, the roster, the same roster, because if you do, well, I don't. They maybe I, so monetarily, they're not going to be able to keep the acquisitions they had in the outfield. It doesn't really saying. make much so, sense for them either. The good news for the Braves is that they have Max Fried and Ian Anderson, who are both young, obviously stud pitchers. And young. They have Charlie Morton for right. another season. He's supposed to be back by spring training. Acuna comes back, so they have a otherworldly all-star that they didn't even get to play in the postseason. <laughs> that, that, that's Acuna. You didn't even have your and best player. They get a. Uh, Cy Young runner-up Mike Soroka back yeah. after two seasons yeah. missed. So then you have a, a four aces that you can actually pitch if Mike Soroka is back to where he was. And Ian Anderson, Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and uh, Mike Soroka. Hey, so. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. And and you know, the Braves get the win. They get the World Series. So that's a great Great start to the work to the week and whatnot of sports. We do have some big college Quick football fire. games. Let's go. Let's go five let's, minutes let's or less. Go. Let's, let's five go. minutes or less. You think you can do it? Let's go. I can game. do it. Can let, you do let, it? Let's go. All right. I think so. Let's All right. It. LSU at number. I'm going to do something like uh, Chris Berman, and that'll be my first. Dun, LSU dun, dun. at number three, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> All we're missing is the little music right there. Whoop. That'd be great. LSU yeah. at number three, Alabama. Alabama's a 28 and a half point favorite. Bama wins, but doesn't cover. That's what I got. Uh, Bama wins and they're going to cover. I mean, LSU will be in this game for about a quarter and a half. But I mean, yeah, well, you might be right. Team. What do you think, yeah. Tyler? I'm with you, I'm with you uh, Steven. I don't think they cover, but they twenty eight and a half is a lot of points. Uh, it, I agree. It's over four touchdowns. Steven, you said that before. That's, <laughs> I like to say that a lot. Uh, <laughs> number twelve. <laughs> number twelve. <laughs> number twelve. Auburn at number thirteen. Texas A and M. A and M is a four and a half point favorite. I got Auburn outright. Really? Auburn outright. I don't. I think coming off the bye week, they're fresh. Texas A and M is going to win this game. And they'll cover. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Texas A&M. In this Auburn game. did just run the gauntlet cover. like we talked about, but Auburn looks Texas like A&M's, a better team. Texas A&M's defense is really good. Come on. Uh, Auburn's defense is really good. Yeah. Uh, on the road, though. All right, so we didn't have very many get big games to pick from, but I thought this game was interesting because we get the return a little bit here. Liberty at number 15, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a 9.5-point favorite. This is, of course, the return of Hugh Freeze. Look, there's gonna be a lot of offense in this game, but come on, Malik Willis is probably a is a is a top draft pick for a reason. They're gonna put up some points, but Ole Miss is the better team, so I, I got Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah, Ole Miss, They'll cover, cover, 
Yeah. Ole Miss cover. Wow, we're all in agreement. That's scary. Uh, next game, we have La Tech. UAB is obviously coming off a bye. La Tech at UAB. UAB is nine and a half point favorite. UAB needs to win out to continue their run in Conference USA. I will say that they get back on track for the bye week. UAB covers. I'm picking UAB, but I do not think they cover. I am not confident about this game at all. I'm not confident <laughs> about UAB at all anymore. I mean, can you be Rice after game, that Rice so game? Yeah, it's hard I, to be after know. that Rice game. We'll just see. Tyler? UAB by a field goal. Yep. UAB by a no field cover. goal. So UAB wins. UAB no wins. No cover. No I got cover. UAB covering. I say I say they're back on track after that bye week. Uh, it's faith, you know. Faith. <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to get What? Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that that good came one. from deep. <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> we just talked about it. We talked about them a lot. We talked about uh, Kentucky a lot. We didn't touch on Tennessee, though, who is – Pretty good for Tennessee this year. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. Tough yeah, out. Yeah, tough out. Yeah. Tennessee at number 18, Kentucky. Kentucky is a one-point favorite, basically a pick em. I, I like Kentucky. I like I like Kentucky, too, but this will not be an easy one. Tennessee will give them all they want. I like the Cats, but not by much. This is a Tyler Picks game. One? Get back to me. Like, <laughs> less than one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Tyler Picks game. We'll what? come back to you, Tyler. Yeah, come back. Uh, okay. Now we'll move on to the NFL. Week nine of the NFL. We have a big game for the podcast here coming up. Falcons <sighs> at the Saints. Now this is. Now, uh, I looked this game up, I believe, Monday, and I don't know if Jameis was confirmed torn ACL in Michael Thomas. Don't know if he was confirmed out. So the line might have changed, so bear with it me, people. It might change, yeah. Falcons of the Saints. It could change also if Taysom Hill is available to be quarterback instead yeah. of Trey. That's true. Line so. could change a lot, but right now what I have written down is New Orleans minus six. Yeah. Saints cover. Falcons I, are bad, man. Yeah, the Falcons are a mess right now, and the Saints are the better team. If Taysom Hill starts, you know, Taysom Hill actually has gave the Falcons nightmares. Yeah, he's yeah. actually been really good I against the Falcons. That. So, especially if Taysom Hill starts, I got him covering too. It's 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 at home, so yeah, Saints. New Orleans covers. Falcons yeah. are notoriously very bad in that dome too. Oh, very. A, a bad. lot of teams are, Stephen. Don't That's feel bad. That's true, a but lot I mean, of teams like, are. if if the goat Tom Brady's bad in there, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Titans at the Rams. I believe this was also before Derrick Henry was confirmed out for the season, so the line might have changed a little bit. Might have gone up, but I don't know if it does much. Uh, Titans at the Rams. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites right now. Titans have been kind of on a run here lately. Um, First week without Derrick Henry, though. They're going to struggle. A really good Rams team. You're a really Super Bowl pick, too. Did I have them winning or just playing? I couldn't remember. Uh, I think I have the Rams winning. I think winning. you have them winning, being the I think Bills. I do, too. Yeah. I think I do, too. I know I have the Bills and the Rams, but I think I have them winning. I think you have the Rams winning. I'll, I'll go Rams. I'll go Rams cover. I'll go Rams cover. I got Rams covering, too, no doubt. Tyler? Seven, seven and a half is a lot of points. Uh, I think the Titans actually cover. I think but Ryan Rams Tannehill win? has a great game. Okay. I'm gonna actually gonna look this game up yes, real cool. quick because I know this line has changed uh, because Aaron Rodgers is out. Of oh, course. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are probably the favorite. In this uh, one so, right, it was a pick so. earlier this week that was before the Aaron Rodgers news. Kansas City is now seven and a half point favorites. Ooh, that's interesting. So, that's interesting. Uh, Packers are at the Chiefs um, at the 325 time slot on Sunday. The Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, I like the Chiefs to win, but not to cover because they I, do I'm not like you. to cover. I'm with you. I think Jordan Love and the Packers will give him a close game. I don't like that. I don't like this Chiefs defense at all. So I got yeah, Chiefs I, winning, but the Packers cover. I like Chiefs winning and covering. Ooh, um, so. okay. Spicy. I think if you wanted the Chiefs to start covering, you would have to have them cover uh, Monday night. Yeah. Browns at the Bengals. The Bengals are three-point favorites. 
Mm. I like the, it's, it's really like you know the lesser of two evils. Which one? I mean, which one you want to pick? I like the Bengals right now. The team that I mean, just lost even, the Jets. They or lost the team the Jets. That, you know, has they, all the, they lost the Jets. Their defense looked bad. Obviously, Mike White tore them up. But I, I mean, I I like the Bengals. I don't like two either. and a half point favorite. I don't like either of these teams, and it's making it a little bit tougher for me to pick the Bengals from what they had last week against the Jets. I'm going to take Cleveland just because they are probably the tougher team, I think, as far as running the football and playing defense. I like Cleveland with the upset on the road. Now we talked about this team a lot. Oh, Tyler, did you already pick? No, he's no, not. not yet. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I like the Browns in this game to upset them, uh, even though there's a lot of noise within that program and the OBJ uh, thing going on. I, I like them to overcome it. I do, too. I like I it. Too. I like it. We talked about this team a lot. The Patriots at the Panthers. The Panthers coming off a huge win against the Falcons. Huge win. <laughs> Just kidding. The, uh, Patriots, Monumental upset. The Patriots do come off a big win against, the Chargers te- uh, against a good Chargers team. The Patriots are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What you got? You know, I think the Patriots will play very conservative as they always do, but they'll take advantage of their, this quarterback, whichever one's back there, Darnold or Walker. Yeah, the Patriots will win and cover. I mean, yeah, the the Panthers, they'll they'll figure it out, but the Patriots' defense is just too good. I li- I as well like the Patriots to win and cover. They seem to get their run. They seem to have their run game well in hand, and they they're kind of opening up the offense for Mac Jones, giving a little bit more trust week to week. Yeah. Letting him pass Josh down the McDaniels, field more and yeah, more. He's, he's slowly giving those reins. And obviously the, the stats aren't going to be the same with completion percentage because he's not doing dink and dunk. But you're opening up more room for your offense to grow. And so the I, I, I think the Patriots, again, we've talked about them bit. several times. Yeah. I mean, the, the Patriots, sneaky good, tough Very out. Very sneaky. You want to talk about <laughs> sneaky. Are, are they sneaky good at this point? I, I think they're just, just be, good. Well, Might just be good at this well, point. Well, let's... I want to so. see them. I want to see them how they what? play against... <laughs> what? I want to see how they play against the Panthers and a couple other teams... Their only good win, you know who their other three wins are? Who's that? The Texans and the Jets twice. So it's not like they've beaten okay, good well, teams. I mean, this, and then they beat the Chargers. Game, so we'll, we'll see how they That's what I'm saying. We'll I want to see we'll how see. they perform against a little bit better opponents than the Jets and the Texans. Well, Tyler, what you got? Yeah. I like the Patriots winning cover. There we go. Well, speaking of uh, bad calls, Cole. What's up with your doghouse, man? It's been, man, we been are, rough. We dropped to three and five on the year, guys. Uh, we, Texas could not pull it out against Baylor. So we took a little bit of an L. Despite the good start, they just could not get the upset in Waco. Our doghouse this week features the dogs themselves, the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Hey. State quarterback Will Rogers is having a great season so far. 75% completion percentage right now, Steven. Not to be outshined is the Bulldogs' defense, though. Fifth best rush defense in the nation they will need all that against this rushing attack from the hogs i got msu going and upsetting arkansas in fayetteville if msu has allowed less than 300 yards in three of their last four games the only one the loss to alabama so i'm just saying mississippi state the obviously the committee likes them they're 17th ranking in the college football That's playoff true. ranking so i got the bulldogs will try and bounce back hail state Mike, is in the doghouse mikey Steven. leach mikey mikey leach, leach the Sneak. pirates he might SEC coach of the year if he wins out. Okay, now you're getting kind of ridiculous with, with, with the amount of candidates you're throwing out here, Stephen. You mean somebody? Only one guy can win the trophy, Stephen. Only one point. guy. That's the point, Cole. All right, so I, I've changed the name. It's now Stephen's Statastic Quiz. Uh, you guys are welcome. Quiz. Okay. Statastic. I can't cheat today. I'm not. I'm not. Close Thank enough God. To you. I can't. Finally, cheat. that's why he's been winning, Tyler. Just want you to know that you would be winning if it wasn't for Cole cheating. I cheat and I still get them wrong though. That's the best. The sad part. I'll cheat and I still I don't remember the answer. What you got for us, Stephen? All right, so I got two for y'all today. 
For the third time, we talked about the, cl- uh, the the playoff committee's rankings a lot today. For the third time, the top two teams in the co- college football playoff rankings are from the same conference. Can you name the other three times it's happened? Or the other two times it's happened? Mississippi State and Auburn were one and two, right? No. No. What conference Where, was it? So, just to reiterate, it was... Top this three is so from the same conference. This no top oh, two from, top the, same two from the same conference. This is the third time, so not counting twenty twenty one. It happened two other times that the top two teams were in the same conference since the college football playoff rankings happened. Was the Big Alabama Ten one of them? No, no, it was not the Big Ten. Who? What really? conference was it? Name the conference. Oh. Well, first name the conference and then try the, the SEC. Teams. It was the SEC. Okay. It had to have been Mississippi State was number one one year, right? They were, but but is that it the was year? not. No. no, that's not the year. No. Wow. Two so other weeks. It had it's to only be, been two other weeks. It had to be Alabama. Alabama. It was Alabama. Alabama. And the team that, that was following probably had to be Florida? No. Georgia. Alabama, there you go. Georgia. Okay. Alabama, that, that Georgia people. Alabama, Georgia. Come on. Yeah. Come on. This is the third time it's happened. It's pretty obvious. The third time one and Alabama two and Georgia, was Georgia and Alabama. One and two. Well, yeah. If it was the wow. third, if this year was the I third didn't time, think that'd be, I, I just didn't think it'd be that obvious. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was a trick question. It honestly. is kind of tricky, tricky though because it happened obviously this this week. Yeah, and it happened right. twice in 2017, week one and week two in 2017. Alabama okay. and Georgia were the top two teams. Okay, all right. My next stat: Dan Henry obviously done for the season, most likely. Is it has it actually been announced that he is done for the season? Yes. No, okay. it's it's an ACL tear. He is done. No, it wasn't an ACL. Done. It was a foot injury. That's Jameis. Oh, who, who are you talking about? Derrick Henry. Oh, Derrick Henry. See, you have to be more specific. <laughs> I said Derrick Henry. Oh. I, I <laughs> what do you just, mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have Jameis on my mind, guys. I'm sorry. I said Derrick Henry. Okay, Derrick Henry. Okay. <laughs> he, he's not out for this season. <laughs> I don't know if it's I, been I announced, it's just, but he's most like, likely out for the season. Let's put it this way. Most likely most out for the season. Most of the season until maybe when it gets closer to the He playoffs. has averaged 115 and a half rushing yards per game over the last three seasons. That's crazy. Wow. Who are the only other two people to average more rushing yards over a three season span? Was this uh, over three? Was this three season span? uh, You you both know the names. Oh, we do. Yes. Now it dates back to the fifties, but you both know the names. Jim Jim Brown's got to be one then, right? Jim Brown is one of them. Who is the other? It is not Barry Sanders. It is not those two. Uh, Very famous guy. (laughs) Bo Jackson. No. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I don't even. Did he even play three full seasons? Is it AJ Peterson? Emmett no. Smith. No. It's not mm. Emmett Smith. It is not Emmett Smith. More than 115 and a half rush yards per game for a span of three seasons. Adrian Peterson. No. I already said. Yeah, he said oh, no. He no. Uh, Demarco Murray. No. Wow. Wow. Good guess though. I think he really only had two good seasons though. That might be good true. guess. Uh, um, I, fun fact: I won my fantasy league for the first year ever when I accidentally auto drafted Demarco Murray. Fun fact. He had a hit. Well, yeah, that two thousand yards that was, season. One that year. was that yeah. year. <laughs> Earl Campbell. Nope. I don't know, Stephen. I'm sorry. Really good running back. He's famous for other reasons, though. OJ. OJ oh, Simpson wow. is the answer. The juice, the juice is loose. The juice. Those are your other two running so, backs. So OJ Simpson and Jim Brown. And Jim Brown and Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry are in the class. Well, they're they're definitely a class of their own. That's for sure. <laughs> Anytime you're in the conversation with O.J. Simpson, you know you've done something right, right? Most of the time. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> let's time. get your picks. Let's get back on track this week. Let's get them. We went 0-2 last week. We took uh, San Diego State to upset Fresno State. Didn't happen. And then we also took 
Kentucky money line to upset uh, Mississippi State. I guess it wouldn't have been an upset. It was the other <laughs> way around. Uh, anyways, so this week, Tennessee plays Kentucky. So we are going to fade Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's getting minus one against the Volunteers. Let's take a money line this week. Let's hit it this week. Tennessee uh, coming off a of bye week this week. And if you guys remember, uh, they played Ole Miss very well. They played Alabama very well. Uh, that game kind of uh, you know, took off in the fourth quarter. But uh, I like Tennessee to upset Kentucky as one of my picks. And then I like it. The other game that I'm thinking was your uh, doghouse last week, Cole. Yes, the, uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas, and uh, they didn't pull it off, right? No, you they know who is going to pull it off? Baylor. Baylor, Baylor minus six and a half against TCU, and Gary Patterson just left. Did y'all see where he I, did see I, did I did see that. I forgot that. about I that. Yeah. Really stepped down as TCU. So coach. they they no. they parted ways. So I don't know what's going on there or anything. But it's like, uh, like twenty years he's been the head coach. He's, he's been, been there for a, there long, a time. long time. A long Could time. Could he be pursuing other opportunities? No. I mean, uh, well, he's, TCU's been really bad. Yeah. yeah. Last couple of years. They, bad. they have been. And Baylor uh, averaging 234 rushing yards per game. I believe this is the second or third time that I've taken them in my picks, and I've gone undefeated when I do pick them. There we so, go. Has not lost picking the Bears. Stick with it. Stick, Stick, if it ain't broke, it's, don't it's fix broke, it. That's don't what we talked it. about, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What a, what, what a show, guys. It's what a been great a, show. It has been it's a hump day. great Happy show. Happy hump day, people. We it's been a, awesome. The Braves, we, we bridge you Braves are World Series champs. I mean, it's it's just it, you know, it still we, has not been We don't talk yet. about enough, guys. We need more praise. We bridge people through the week. Yes. You know, we you know, you might get down to dumps in on the Wednesdays, but you know, it's hump day and your under review is here to save your hump you day. You got that right. I love it. When you think hump day, you think of under review. Do you? I do. Hey, Carl, guess what? Who does it? Hump day. Yeah. It's when under you, view. When you think of those two words, hump and under. <laughs> oh, God. We, we, <laughs> we, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you've been listening to us on the live Follow stream. Follow us on social media, people. I've please been begging. make sure you do. Yeah. And, and we appreciate for, for their you, sake, all your support. For yeah. their sake, follow us on social media. They may never hear the end of it if you don't follow us on social media. No, you won't. You will not. St- Stephen is going to harp us to the nail <laughs> if we do not like. But and to our loyal share. listeners, we love you. Shout out Logan. Shout out Matthew. Shout out Michael. Shout out Ricky Dixon. Thank shout you. out Jeff somewhere. Yes, thank you so much, Ricky Dixon, for joining us on the show. We will be be back with you guys next week. Thank you so much again for joining us and listen to our podcast. Go this download has been it. under review. Go download it. Leave us five stars. <laughs>